Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. And the main topic today is, is Splitgate going to be better than Halo? Are there things that game can do that Halo can't? We're going to be discussing that and debating that this morning with Splitgate's rise in popularity. Over the weekend, their servers were shut down. And even today, there are reports that the queue times can get up to about 90 minutes, which is a little crazy, especially in light of the Halo Infinite technical preview that took place over the weekend. If you're looking for the various sections of the video where I discuss those and do little breakout sessions, there will be timestamps in the description below. This is a live stream, so you clicked on a video that's about four hours long if you didn't catch me when I was live, and that's what we use those timestamps for. We will also be discussing Half-Life 2 Remastered is getting made, but not by Valve, and it's pretty interesting the approach they're taking to this. I'll give you all the details and back for blood beta news. We've got more details about the launch window, the maps, the weapons, and everything that'll be involved. It's actually tomorrow, and we're going to do our best to try to dive in. We're not really sure exactly the NDA details or the stream details, so we're going to take a look at that as well. So if you're interested in those topics, make sure and watch the entire broadcast or use those timestamps. If you're here right now in the live audience and you're a paying member, you can submit questions ahead of time with the question command or the Q command. You can do that the night before in our Discord or you can do it in the YouTube chat right as soon as the stream starts. That is an advantage and a, and a perk for those of you that are on paying memberships. Now, if you missed yesterday, in case you missed it, we had a really, really good stream yesterday. We, uh, we discussed a lot of different topics, but the lead topic was, is cheating you know, basically ruining crossplay is is crossplay in jeopardy at this point as a feature. It, it was a sought-after feature for a really long time, and we broke that down. Now, anytime you click on our videos these days, there should be, and it didn't pop up on that one because I've already watched pieces of it, but you can go down to the show more and get the various timestamps. You can see we also covered Bungie, Ubisoft lawsuit. They are suing Ring One. That segment is there. And then news about Dead Space, the Dead Space remake news. Now, when you click on these videos, you might see a pop up that says contains paid promotion. We're going to continue to reiterate the fact that that does not mean I was paid to cover those segments, those news pieces, or those games. If I'm ever being paid to cover a game, I will tell you that explicitly. Some of our contracts have been updated with our sponsors, and they contain payment for placement within a stream, and that is something we are supposed to divulge. It's not necessarily the same as like, hey, go use a code paid placement within a stream is something that we have to let you know about so i just want you to know that's why that pop-up is there uh if it's a sponsored stream you know like hey he's getting paid to cover or play this game you will know that and we did play a game yesterday we were gonna play new world but we were mistaken we thought there was more time left on the beta we're covering a lot of different topics and playing a lot of different games, so it's hard to keep it all straight. So we are going to have to wait to dive into New World once it officially launches in a couple of weeks. So we're kind of done with that for now, and then we we're going to play. Then we were going to play Lemnis Gate, the sort of time travel PvP game that was supposed to go into a beta, but then it got delayed, and the actual launch date of the game has been pushed to late September. So we jump back into Eldest Souls. We did get a code for that, and we did a 30-minute video over on gaming, and I decided. Let's take a crack at it. 
that is a hilarious stream you really should watch it uh it's it's a two hour uh two basically a two and a half hour stream and the first half an hour i have a pretty good fight with what i consider to be a pretty great greatly designed boss very fair and then for two hours i fight a boss that i still think has some things in it that are a little cheap and we were running into some issues with with some of the buttons not necessary it doesn't feel like dodge works all the time there's like a there's like an animation break where you have to wait before you can dodge and that window seems inconsistent i was you know i was stopping my animation of fighting and i would go to move away and i'd go to dodge and it just wouldn't happen and we're not really sure why that was happening but it's a hilarious fight because i got to the end of the fight many many times and somebody finally was like, well, kill the other guy first. And we tried it, and uh, it was a pretty funny result. So if you want to watch that, it was it was a lot of salt, a lot of frustration. And uh, that's what led to the short last night. With I didn't even plan that to be the thumbnail. YouTube picked that thumbnail. I really lost my cool. I said, look, you guys are going to want to go check it out. I got pretty salty in the stream. Go check it out. And then I said, here's what's on the docket for tomorrow. It's funny how much the viewership spikes on these and how many more people click on Twitter when it seems like it's going to be about me in a negative way. It's uh, it's actually kind of funny. How many people are following me on Twitter and coming to the channel uh, when they think it's going to be like a video? I guess that's bad for me. So we're, we're embracing the rage and the salt moments because we know you guys enjoy them uh, so make sure you're here for from fridays working through from software games right now we're working through dark souls 3 and there's plenty of salt and anger and frustration on friday afternoon so make sure you are here for that and then here's what's on the docket for today Splitgate better than halo now if you're used to these getting scheduled way ahead of time we're no longer doing that it's better for our workflow i come down in the morning before i jump on the exercise bike and I schedule it, get it all ready and good to go. That allows the past broadcast to sit on the stream for longer up at the top. Both cheating, ruining crossplay and Eldest Souls gameplay, they get a little bit of a longer spotlight on the channel when we do that. Instead of having a scheduled stream that you can't do anything with it, it would just sit there for 13 hours. We thought, okay, well, it's better for our workflow and it looks nicer on the channel. So we made that change. Just so you know now, as long as you're here in the mornings around 8.30, somewhere between 8 and 8.30, it gets scheduled. And then the afternoon segments of gameplay, those generally are getting scheduled while I'm, li- while I'm live and then we just jump over to it. That also has helped our workflow because sometimes we're late or sometimes we're not going to play that game. Like yesterday, uh, all of the problems that we had it was a good thing we hadn't scheduled a stream so just just be aware of that that's how we're that's how we're typically running it so you're going to want to rely on notifications or just checking the main channel page throughout the day both in the morning around 8 30 and then in the afternoon around 12 31 o'clock is when we go over to gameplay and today we are going to try and play Splitgate. i got it installed i booted it up i can't even mess with any of the settings because as soon as i boot it up it throws me into a queue so we'll try to navigate that. I can have that up in the background and we can be in queue around the 1230 mark just to see how long it takes us to get in. If it's going to take 
too long to get in we do have a viewer request for ratchet and clank and we feel like we could do it on the main channel uh some some of the guys doing game requests are requesting games that i'm not gonna play they're requesting like really old or just awful games and so i i'm kind of vetoing some of the requests it's meant to be fun but it's not meant to hurt the brand uh with some of the requests that are coming in and obviously when you come to the homepage, you can scroll down through here and see here's all of the morning sessions of sntr presents and then here's all of the gameplay nice and organized for you depending on what you're looking for and then if you're looking for the micro gaming news segments that those are actually on the shorts channel but we can put them there for you and then there is the shorts video the very short ones that essentially let you know what is coming the next day and these channels down here are worthy of support and engagement SNTR gaming has a premiere today of clone drone in the danger zone you are not going to want to miss this this game is such a pleasant surprise you're probably going to see it more on the gaming channel you may even see me and hilly play it eventually we're loving dead space 3 so we're not going to bail on that but clone I misspelled drone. Good thing I saw I caught that. Clone drone in the danger zone. It's it's spelled clone done and then I've I've got that pasted in there so many times incorrectly. I'll I'll fix that before it goes live. Uh, it's a good thing I saw that. Uh, clone drone in the danger zone. It's awesome. It's a super super fun game. Apparently it's been out for a while. I don't know if it just recently hit Steam, but it is such a pleasant surprise. You should definitely check it out. And then all of our other premieres are over there. We did premiere Raji. If you haven't seen it yet, you can go check out that premiere of Raji, a uh, 30-minute video. That was a viewer request. If you if you haven't picked that game up yet, you might want to watch my gameplay first. It is available on Game Pass, so that you know that obviously doesn't doesn't hurt you too bad if you get it off a of Game Pass. But I uh, I've got some issues with the controls. It is a beautiful game. It's very charming and very enjoyable, but unfortunately the controls uh, were a bit of a disappointment for me. Uh, so the Shorts channel, again, if you're not supporting the Shorts channel, that's okay. But if you subscribe to this channel, these little videos can sometimes just take off like this Back for Blood Beta Details video. And that is because you guys are supporting it. It's an upload channel only. It's just little four-minute videos. It's all the segments from this stream. So SNTR Gaming and SNTR Shorts are basically like sub-channels to the main channel that you're on right now, SNTR Presents, where we do a live show and gameplay every single day. So we've got a really, really nice day ahead of us, I think. I know a lot of you are enjoying Splitgate or you're curious about it, and we're going to be talking about also some of the commentary from the developers about why they can't just buy more servers. Interestingly enough, they're putting some of their updates on TikTok, which is, I think interesting we were just playing omno the other day and we had people come in and say oh yeah this guy was promoting his game on tiktok so apparently the tiktok is becoming an avenue for getting information about games and we're even looking at maybe putting some of our content over there just to see how it does and uh, obviously fans of half-life 2 and back for blood will be here as well so get those questions submitted early if you're here right now and you're you're a paying member and you can you can submit those questions and jump in the line it's always nice when we have question queue already going and then i'll also have a poll going we're going to try and start doing those polls earlier in the stream i keep forgetting to do that we want that to be up and running as soon as you get here in the morning 
shirt today another great star wars shirt from 80s tees you can use the shirt collection i got the millennium falcon on it you can use the shirt command it'll take you to the star wars collection use code lono anywhere on the site coffee we didn't sell any coffee yesterday i guess we didn't talk about it enough if you want to get an order of rageous roast in get it in a lot of big orders recently we're encouraging people to order one bag, three bag, or five. Basically, two, the shipping is the same as three, and then four, the shipping is the same as five. It, 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 all, it all rolls over the minute you increase bags. So one, three, or five, that's kind of the magic number if you're ordering multiple bags of Rageless Roast. The Dark Roast uh, should be here in a couple of weeks, and the Frickmas Blend, we're already moving forward on that, so we don't have any delays if you want to click the join button or use the join command we appreciate the people supporting the channel directly with a paid membership uh we would love to see that membership go up uh and increase up into you know where it was before uh and we appreciate everybody being here every single day don't ever feel like you have to be a member or use a code or spend money viewership is the key really to youtube being here lurking listening chatting taking the poll smashing the like button all of those communicate to youtube that you're enjoying the content and that they should show it to other people so that is a wonderful and free way to support the channel so we greatly appreciate the lurker army that is here every morning supporting the channel and treating us like gaming radio obviously the glasses command is there they have non-tinted lenses like this and then i have the yellow and red ones that i wear periodically with blue blocks if you want to order some of their glasses be sure to use my code so big day ahead of us hopefully we can get some split gate gameplay for you uh with the queue and everything else so i'll be live on the mic in just a moment this intro is just so you don't have to sit and listen to music like we used to and it gets everything started smash the like button get us our first 100 likes or aim for 200 we've been doing a little bit better on the likes and i'll be live on the mic in just a second Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome, everybody, to another day of SNTR Presents and gaming news coverage. And my camera's off in the scene. And uh, gameplay, hopefully. We are hopeful that we'll be able to check out Splitgate for you. And I, I did want to discuss, like, could could Splitgate do things better than halo are there things that a game like that are going to be able to you know achieve in light of the restrictions and sort of the limitations of what halo is as a franchise as well as just the way that game has been set up over the years what's good feed i see you in the chat lurker and chiefs arrived thank you guys for the the lurks take the poll uh take the poll in chat give us a vote have you even tried out splitgate uh seeing the no no is taking off uh so if you haven't voted on the poll yet do that smash like give us our first 100 likes we need a lot of people here and we still haven't gotten our first 100 likes so do your due diligence give that little thumbs up a smash and we appreciate you being here and voting in the poll chatting and all those things help out the channel and we actually have thumbnails today of 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 what we hope will happen it's just like yesterday right we're like well we'll play new world no the bait is off we'll play lemnis gate oh well it got delayed and so we had a wonderful hilarious salt filled stream of me playing eldest souls and uh it ended triumphantly and hilariously uh it was a really really fun stream so we're hoping to get into some split gate today with you if we can't 
we will uh, we'll probably throw together a Ratchet and Clank uh, stream just to just to have gameplay on the channel and to honor someone's viewer request. I am having to veto some of the viewer requests. I'm not trying to play games that are you know potentially way out of my wheelhouse to like I think he was like Doki Doki Literature Club or something it's like I'm not playing that <laughs> like no <laughs> um, your first 10 matches are against bots and you feel like a god oh well perfect perfect that will be yeah the simulation is over the simulation is over Mythrax it's really me it's really me this is the, this is the real this is the real Lono, not the recorded Lono. And uh, I switched my glasses. I was like, oh, the red ones will probably look killer today with the shirt. So we uh, we, we switched. Um, good morning, Cataclysmic. How are you? I'm actually interested in Splitgate mainly because, number one, it's popularity. I mean, 90-minute queue times. I wonder if the Halo Infinite, you know, technical test actually helped Splitgate, you know? There were plenty of people who couldn't get into Halo and thought, well, you know, I'll go play another, the the only other real Halo-feeling arena shooter right now. And, you know, are you still doing audio uploads? Man, I am so annoyed, brother. If we go a little bit too long, the audio files end up being too big, and I don't have time to go in and trim and, and do any of that. We use Anchor... Anchor.fm is how we distribute the uh, the podcast, and like, I I it 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 just it won't let me upload them. So like, when we're consistently hitting it four hours, we can. But I tried like two days in a row. We were having to kind of vamp and go longer than four hours because of issues with games like uh, New World issues with games like we weren't sure if we were going to be able to play the technical test in Halo because we weren't sure when it was going to go live and when they were going to send out the install instructions. So those episodes are too long to upload. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Like what difference does it make? Like, just let me upload it. So, um, I haven't played Splitgate yet simply because I don't have the patience to sit in queue. Yeah, that's killing their, that's killing their potential growth right now. Like, as the Halo Infinite technical test comes to a close, you would think the news and the and the and the headlines about Splitgate, they're in prime position right now to just take off like a rocket and have so many people playing their game and they're it's just such a shame. It's such a shame that they are uh they're, they they have their servers are off. The servers are going down for maintenance in like an hour. And then uh, hopefully they come back and on in time for us to play it, you know? Just cut a random section and put in a, for scheduling reasons, we are jumping ahead in the broadcast. Well, I, I don't have the ability to do that, Zubair. I'd ha- I, I download the entire episode, and then I go to upload it, and it's too long. So I'd have to edit the video, render the video... And then and then and then re-upload it. So it ends up being larger than like 250 megs, even though it's audio only. Like, it's just a freaking headache. It'd be great if we could figure out how to simulcast. Like, this could just be like a live podcast on Spotify, and then the past episode would just be there. I don't know how they do that. We need to look into that as a potential solution. Um, 
I'm currently working on a better audio solution amongst many other things. Yeah, we're, we're trying to figure that out. I am sorry. I know there are people that like that's just such an easy way to catch up on the past broadcasts. And they were getting, you know, a couple hundred listens, even though they were like four hours long. You know, they'd get anywhere from three, four, sometimes 500 listens, which obviously when it was a purely Destiny podcast, the listenership was really trending upward. But, you know, we we don't do that now. So, like, the 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 we were mainly doing it so that people would continue to get the episodes, not because there's just, like, you know, this insane demand for it. And I don't have time. I do not have time to, like, edit something and re-render it. And I just, there's just no way. There's no way. So, unfortunately, those of you that enjoy the audio versions of this podcast, there's nothing I can do for you right now. Um... I guess it was two years ago I played Splitgate. Yeah, it's. I guess it's been out. It's been out for a while. Uh, in 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 beta, it was out in beta for a while, and now they're trying to bring it to console. And they brought it to console as in beta form, and the official launch date got pushed back. And they received a bunch of money, and their their servers that you know they're doing what they can to establish. Um, established more they, they covered it on TikTok about and we're going to cover it today I've got the news report about like why can't you just buy more servers you know if that many people are buying your game wouldn't that mean well not buying your game it's free so they need funding like to keep the lights on but then they also need funding for servers so for an early access beta at the time I remember being fairly impressed that the game must have a good amount of additions now well, I think a couple of things happened that led to its explosion in popularity. I think that they I think that they suddenly had eyes on them because of the crossplay and because of the console. And then I also think the Halo Infinite technical test. I think people were just, you know, sort of jonesing for some some arena shooter gameplay and they're like, "Well, I didn't get into the Halo Infinite technical test. Let me check out Splitgate." And then the Halo Infinite technical test ends and people have a taste for Arena and they're like, alright, let's go play Splitgate. So that's the question. Can Splitgate be better than Halo? Can it do things that Halo can't do in order to maintain its identity and popularity? Because Halo Infinite's going to land and be free to play on all Microsoft platforms. Now, obviously, Sony fans are out in the cold and can continue playing something like Splitgate which obviously that's a very large market you know the playstation 4 is got amazing saturation in the market so splitgate could maintain very healthy numbers over there destiny pvp could potentially limp along um i jokingly responded to astacross tweet last night i was like it's beginning he said you know halo infinite ruined him and i was like this is what i said was going to happen I- i'm telling you if people play a game like Halo Infinite for a week or just a weekend, they're going to go back to Destiny and they're going to be like, ay ay ay, this game is rough. The peer-to-peer, the ghost bullets, the missing of shots, all of that. Uh, the space magic, the cheese, you know. Not only that, the cheaters, you know. We'll, we'll see how Halo handles the cheaters. And we'll see how Splitgate handles cheaters. It's only a matter of time, you know. Are arena shooters making a comeback? I mean, this could be like clothing cycles, right? Like, clothing goes out of style and then all of a sudden it comes back. Like, high-waisted jeans are suddenly popular. I, I don't get it. I don't. 
I, I see women wearing them and I'm like, my goodness, I think it looks so weird. And it's so 1970s, like disco era, but they're back, right? I don't know if arena shooters are like bell-bottom jeans, you know, they're going to make their, it's going to make their comeback after, you know, after all this time. And it, it, it could be, you know, as you bear say, it could be the pendulum swing where people are just getting tired of the, people are getting tired of the big battle royales and the big battles and they want something that's more stripped down, you know? Are you trying to say you stopped wearing high-waisted jeans? Yeah, yeah, I, I retired them, you know, along with my Jenko jeans. I had to delete my Steam library, and I haven't reinstalled Destiny 2. Meh. Yeah. Splitgate was very fun and refreshing. Well, take the poll in chat. If you guys are here and you're listening, go through your 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 ritual of smashing like and voting in the poll. After a weekend of beta, I went to the de- to Destiny for Iron Banner, and it was just people running straight ahead, slide shotgunning. I just turned off the game. It was having server issues due to popularity before the tech test. Well, I understand that, Eugene. I think the technical test was gas on a fire because there were tons of people who didn't get in the technical test and were probably like, well, let's go try out Splitgate. I keep hearing about how popular it is and the servers keep going down. And then, and then the technical test ends. So, all eyes are on Splitgate right now, and this is their time to shine, right? This is their time to shine. This is their time to, you know, to, to, to really try to capture an audience. And it's so unfortunate they're having the troubles that they are because this would be this would be prime time for them to just having a full and healthy player funnel and, and making changes and patches and updates, you know? Will the Frickmas blend be- melt? Oh, I don't know about that. Probably not. Splitgate is like a slightly worse Halo with portals and jetpacks. Yeah. What do you think on Splitgate's portal movement? I think it's super creative, and that's why I think there are ways that Splitgate can be better than Halo. Now, you gotta understand what I'm saying when I'm saying that. Number one, I'm trying to get you to click on the video to come in and talk to me, but I do actually genuinely think... Splitgate has more freedom. What is one of the things that has kept Fortnite going? What what was one of the things they did in Fortnite that kept the game going? They would just do random crazy stuff. Big events. Little silly game modes. Right? That is something Splitgate can do within the world they've built for themselves. They can do different things with the portals. They can introduce really crazy guns. That's something that Apex has done, right? Everybody gets excited when there's a new legend in Apex Legends or a new gun. Splitgate is in a position to do that. That's something they can do better than Halo. They can have eras of weapons or seasons of certain things. Now, some people hate that, right? People hate that in Destiny, and people's off people hated it in Fortnite. You know, people hated it in Fortnite. They hated it in uh, in Destiny. I'm sure there are people that hate it in Apex. They're like, here we go, new weapon, overpowered weapon, blah blah blah. Well, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think that I think that that is a a, a pro and a con at the same time, right? A pro and a con at the same time. Like, if you're putting pros and cons on a dry erase board, it's like, Splitgate can do things with weapons, with portals, with kind of, like, spicing things up with goofy game modes. That's a pro. 
that's also a con. It can turn people off to the game. They can decide, well, this, this is cheesy, this is dumb, this is overpowered, this is broken. That's a pro and a con for Halo. Halo can kind of keep things in a nice, comfortable, predictable lane. You know what the weapons are going to do. You know, you know that the you know you got you got good, good map design, right? You got you got good game modes. It's it's a it's a tried and true engine. It just runs. It hums. Okay, but that's also a con. It's a pro and a con because that can get boring. People could be like, ah, this is, this is boring. It's the same thing all the time. It's the same weapons. It's the same this. It's the same that. Right? That's something Halo's going to have to think about. You know? Splitgate's already getting sweaty. I came across too many matches where people figured out how to shoot from portals. Oh, jeepers. Nick Merck's putting up huge numbers on Apex. I mean, good for him. I, I, I watched a clip from his video, and he talked about how doing variety even on YouTube is almost impossible and we're attempting to carve that path my hope would be is that like in a year we could get in somebody would interview us me and me and creature to be like how did you guys figure out variety on YouTube because it's freaking difficult right it's really really difficult right paid promo yeah Sven anybody anybody that's seeing that or asking about that if you see the includes paid promotion on these streams we are not being paid to cover the topics okay our contracts with some of the companies that we're doing business with now we're getting we're getting contracts that are better and we have to divulge that the placement within the stream is paid for it's not the same as like hey go use a code right that's not quite the same right paid paid product placement has to be divulged wearing a pair of glasses or shirts and being paid for that placement is not necessarily the same as commission on a code so we have to divulge that if I'm ever being paid to cover a game or play a game I will specifically tell you that I just want you guys to know that pop up is only there because of our sponsors it is not there because of the topics or the games that I'm playing yo what's good John there's always going to be butthurt people each uh, had their own lane and can stay in it what do you mean, Mo? What are you talking about? The Tommy Gun new weapon, and if you argue against this, I don't know uh, what you're thinking. The Tommy Gun ruined their unique trait of building, and it hurt the game in the long run. You can, oh yeah, I mean, you can go back in Fortnite. That was called the that was called the spray meta. The spray meta was terrible. I mean, you like there were folks like myself that were doing. Um, I was doing solo squad games. I know Crafty was doing solo squad games, and the spam meta in Fortnite ruined all that. Dauntless says, I voted no, but I want to try it out. My 16-year-old loves it. He just crossed into top 20 on Xbox, top 50 overall. He loves it. Wow. Okay. I mean, Dauntless, if you got a 16-year-old that's putting up numbers, you know, let him, let him have his... Uh, let him have his day. I mean, that's he's in the right age bracket. And Splitgate, who knows where the game will be in a year? And if he if he's if he's top talent, gets scooped up. You know, there there's opportunity there. There's big opportunity there for Splitgate to become something. You know, each game has their own lane. Well, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think the building meta in Fortnite is bad? The game was better. Uh, PC players were spam. Oh, before PC players were spamming walls. No, 
when when no 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 Fortnite was at its best when yeah I know I think the tower meta was the best because you had to get creative I loved it I loved getting to the final fight and having a squad up in a tower in a base and you had to figure out how to get to them I that was awesome building the fort and waiting and watching the horizon and waiting for teams to come and get you oh it was it was amazing before insta build yeah 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 back when building took time and like if they destroyed a part of your fort you knew you you knew you, the, the jig was up you had to bail right oh those were good days those were good days tower and fort meta was the best it was so fun if you lost it was hilarious you know it was just a different time you say this game is look uh is going to be a good esport i mean you never know man you never know the return of the arena shooter could be around the corner it really really could I'm going to tell you right now, you get guys like Nick Merckx and you get these guys to leave Call of Duty and they go start playing Apex and Apex brings ranked to arenas. I'm telling you right now, that's potential for explosion right there. That's potential for explosion because it's, it's more controlled. There's more big moments. There's more MVP moments. People love that arena and tactical arenas like tactical arena shooters like Valorant and stuff, they can deliver those moments. Those those hero MVP all-star moments. And that's that is that is when a game starts to shine as an esport. Right, came to arenas yesterday. Well, let's watch the horizon. Let's let's watch the stars and let's see what these guys all start doing because if they all start fu- funneling into arenas in Apex because they like ranked I'm, I'm telling you right now, Apex has potential, big potential, to take off. I played ranked arenas last night, and man, it was exactly what arenas needed. There was a giant difference when we would play unranked Valorant and ranked Valorant. It was worlds of difference in both quality, fun, and excitement, and intensity. It's, it was like playing two different games. Like, unranked Valorant was horrible. We would basically beat the crap out of noobs, and then all of a sudden, we would be playing against gods. It was horrible. That ad hoc, skill-based matchmaking crap that so many companies put in their games. It's like, here's a here's a bunch of potatoes, right? Right? Here's a bunch of potatoes. And then you play really well. They're like, well, apparently you're an all-star. And then you play against all-stars the rest of the afternoon. You know? Valorant, going into ranked Valorant was worlds better than regular Valorant. So if Apex Arena's ranked mode can deliver greatness, it has potential. Apex has the intensity. It has the graphical appeal. It has the it has the characters, the classes, the abilities, the guns. And then you bring that econ, that tactical arena's econ. Oh man, but that's that's potential. That's big time potential. I'm not backing off that prediction. I predicted that would be the next big esport. I still think it could. So you know would never have been uh, where it is now if you had to click for every floor you place. Yeah, I mean, I know they did turbo building in Fortnite for controller players. I get that. I, I do. I do. The ranked game mode in Splitgate is super original. Yes, it copies a lot of other features, but the takedown game mode is genius. I'm telling you, 
if you can get ranked and unranked and you can do it right, you will win the gaming lottery. Here is the biggest challenge you're always going to face. Getting casual day-to-day players to go into ranked. They're scared of it. There's a stigma. They think, oh, it's going to be sweaty. It's like, actually, if you're a bad player, you would like to go into ranked because it's going to put you up against players that are also thumbless potatoes. Pardon my ignorance, but what makes it tactical? A tactical shooter typically is a, is a, is a phrase used to refer to CSGO, Valorant, and the Arenas mode in Apex, where there is an economy, it's round-based, and you, you, like, spend your money to buy guns beforehand, and then you, um, you, if you, if you die, you're out, right? So it's like, it's like round-based, econ-based, you know, arena, that's usually what we mean when we say tactical. So if you hear me say arena tactical shooter, I'm specifying that CSGO, Valorant, and this new mode in Apex Arenas, right? I wouldn't consider arenas tactical. I think you'll see a tactical meta emerge once you get into the upper echelons of ranked and you're playing against really, really, really talented players. Oh, that's when the tactical meta emerges. Right now, if you go and play it, it's not like that. It's just a bunch of kids getting up on roofs and shooting down at each other. Like, that's essentially the mode. Yo, what's good, uh... Oh, Kale, you changed your name to Gale Play. Got it. Does it have objectives? I think that's one of the reasons that it might not be considered purely tactical because Valorant has objectives. You're either defusing or planting. That's another reason that you would consider it tactical. You have to be tactical. It's not just kill everybody, right? It's not just team deathmatch. It's not round-based team deathmatch. Needs an OBJ to be tactical. Yeah, it's 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 OBJ light. I'm sorry, it's tactical light. Apex Legends Arenas is tactical light, okay? It's it's got the econ, but it's it's tactical light, right? It's it's not it's not a very tactical game without an OBJ. And I think they might want to consider doing an OBJ. Because as you're saying, it's just 3v3 elimination. Ike with econ, right? It's 3v3 Elim with econ. I'm pretty okay with the issues Splitgate is having as long as people are able to earn the beta rewards and there is more time for people to earn the rewards and play. OBJ for uh, objective, having an objective. Basically, this is the line of thinking, okay? If you have an objective, it creates intrinsic pressure to do something in the game. Rather than just going to, well, this spot on the map is undefeated. You, you were undefeated if we go over here. It's almost impossible to breach, right? And so you just go there and wait and camp the choke points. You know, get a couple E-limbs and then time runs out. Snooze fest, right? An objective creates intrinsic pressure. You've got to go and plant. You have to defend. You have to defuse. That there's it, it, it creates, I think, a really, really good internal tension in the game right and if you don't have that you just automatically end up with this is why apex legends arenas just devolved into get to the high ground why it's smaller it's a smaller area it's a shorter game so you're just going for quick efficient strategy get to the high ground yo what's good atwood you just get to the high ground 
That's it. That's that. You, you get to the high ground, and, and then that's the strategy. There's nothing that tactical about it. You can't just go for the high ground if it's your turn's team to plant or defend. Now, I'll admit, I'll admit, I think OBJ games are better. I think they're more enjoyable. Why? Because there's something about team synergy and achieving an objective that's enjoyable as opposed to just racking up kills, right? So the uh, the issue usually with you know getting bored with the game is that that that's all you're really doing is racking up kills, you know. Yeah, Anakin. Yeah, that's right. I have the high ground. What's good, cat? Yeah, that makes sense, Gale. That makes sense, Gale. I didn't play during Skulltown, but on any other maps and arenas, I was not seeing high ground camping. But I know it was an issue with that one map. Oh, well, maybe maybe I was watching my nephew and they just kept getting the same map. I watched him play like three or four games. That's all he was doing. Him and his buddies, him and his him and his teammates were just all going up on top of roofs. That's all it, every time. So they, maybe they were just always on the same map. Maybe I just got unlucky in my in my sampling of getting to watch some Apex Arena's gameplay, right? My nephew is also just like he just wants to go shoot, like he doesn't care. So he, you know, he's playing, he's playing like it's team deathmatch, which it kind of is. A game mode like Control or Hardpoint, I greatly enjoy over team deathmatch. Do you do you want to know what I think is going to be super popular and 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 it's going to be it's going to surprise some people. I think Capture the Flag in Halo Infinite is going to be ridiculously popular. I, I think people are going to be like, this is it. This is it. This is the this is the pinnacle of on of online PvP gaming. Like, this is what we need. Just the simplicity of Capture the Flag. It, it, there's just something so thrilling about getting the flag, hopping in a vehicle, taking off across you know a big open landscape or hill and getting blown up or trying to stop them like I'm telling you right now the the the, the, the comeback of arena gameplay and the comeback of CTF I can see it I can totally see people just digging it and being like this is awesome you know if you're new this morning, we're talking about all kinds of different things right now. What can Splitgate do better than Halo? Half-Life 2 Remastered, Back for Blood beta news. It's all on the docket. If you're a paying member, you can submit questions with a question command. If you want to talk in chat, you got to be a subscriber, but subscribing is free. So click subscribe if you want to talk in chat. We'd love to meet you if you're a new community member. Take our poll. We've already got 370 votes. Have you played Splitgate? Have you? And what's your opinion on it? We want to hear from you. Let us know. Smash that like button. Let's set our sights on 200 likes. That's fun too. You get a good runner and a team trying to keep them safe. It's so fun. I think there was something like that in one of the Call of Duty games. Oh yeah. I started watching Red vs. Blue on YouTube. First gag is, so why is this flag so important? Because it's the flag. (laughs) That's right. That's right. They tried to bring Unreal Tournament back, Mike, and it didn't go anywhere. You were watching Skulltown map. It's the worst map in arenas. Oh, well, I got the worst sampling. If Splitgate adds CTF, the use of portals will be madness. But don't you see, Cliff? This is what I was saying earlier. It's a pro and a con. 
Splitgate can do things Halo can't. They can just add crazy game modes and do and do kind of like wild out of the box things because of how their game is built. Halo has to stay more in a safe lane and in a safe place, right? I, you know, it's like so. It's like you you. That's a good and bad thing for Halo, but that's a good and a bad thing for Splitgate. CTF is in Splitgate already, only in customs. Oh, I bet you that's really, really fun. Really, when was that? I swear, didn't they try to bring back Unreal Tournament? Didn't they make it, like, free? And it was, like, Unreal Tournament something, and they threw it in the Epic Game Store, and, like, nobody cared. Maybe they just didn't market it well enough. Maybe it was just a beta. I swore they tried to bring back Unreal Tournament, and it just failed. Now... If Halo and Splitgate can rise to prominence, Epic needs to keep their eyes open. Yeah, they tried to do it with Quake Champions. Yeah, they tried to do Quake Champions, and it just was like, what the frick? Nobody cared. They did, it was a beta, says Salty. They did, and the dev on it stopped. Yeah, like, it was, like, no one cared, and no one, and, and, and then they stopped making it. It wasn't even, like, an official release. Quake Champions is still live. I know, but there's no way that pulls like it could. I, I don't know. There might be hope for Quake Champions with Splitgate and Halo Infinite paving the way for an arena an arena shooter comeback. You know what I mean? Arena shooters and BRs are like new MMOs. Everyone is going to those kind of games now. I wish MMOs would come back. Maybe with how popular New World is. It's possible. You know? Splitgate got no campaign. Yeah, you don't need a campaign, though. You don't need that. And then they didn't really try. If they did, it would dominate. I. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if Splitgate and Halo can pave the way for the comeback of the arena shooter, you could see Unreal Tournament release next year, late next year or something. It would be incredible. They have the vehicles. They have the ideas. They have the maps. Can you imagine... If Unreal Tournament came back and that Onslaught game mode came back, oh my gosh, I think people would love it. It would be the best blend, I think, of arena shooter and BR, objective, like big huge maps. I think people would love it. They'd be like, this is such a great blend. It's not like anything else. Big, huge maps to give you a sense of it being kind of like a BR, but there's an objective, and you're working as a team, and there's vehicles. It would be amazing. It could be hugely popular. It's too fast as Eugene. Yeah, the console realm. Yeah, that, that's pr- you're probably right. You're probably right, Eugene. They'd have to slow it down, and then it wouldn't be unreal. It wouldn't feel like Unreal Tournament. It would be too fast. Because consoles, you gotta have things slowed down for controller. It's gotta be accessible. Shooter PvP audience is so casual. Well, I don't necessarily know if they're casual. I just there's a, there's a an accessibility barrier there to play super fast games on a controller. It just doesn't it just it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel tight and crisp. It feels loose and crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? It, it's a matter of. The catalyst to them enjoying the game is the gameplay, and the gameplay just doesn't feel good when it's too fast. Have you ever played with a controller and like it's so it's like it's like it's loose. It's like the bolts, it's like the nuts and the bolts are loose. You're like, what is going on? I don't feel like I'm in control of this thing. I feel like I'm always overcorrecting. Compared to when those games were popular, it is. 
Well, I mean, it's a different era. It was a different era. If you, the only people playing were automatically a hardcore gamer. You had to build your own machine. You had to get parts from Newegg and like get your get your mom to buy you a monitor from Best Buy. Like if you were a gamer back in those days, Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament, you had to be hardcore. You couldn't like go to the store and buy a PC worthy of gaming back then. It wasn't really a thing. Oh my gosh, the work that went in, the, the the testing and the frustration that would go into gaming back then, you automatically were hardcore. So the, the player pool was, was much smaller for that reason, which means everybody was super into it. Nobody played Quake 3 Rocket Arena casually. I mean, people did, but most of us were in clans. You would play 6v6 and everybody had clan tags on. Everybody. And and then there were scrims every night. There were there were there were clan ladders. You know, we were like third on the eastern ladders. Like we were a good team. I remember the X-Men Quake spin-off back in the day. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Number one of the reasons I hate aim assist, I feel like it's resisting me from aiming on target. I have to fight it somehow. Huh. My stepdad had to get our first PC custom made in order for us to be able to play Warcraft 2 on it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no one plays Halo casually, it is known. I'll play Halo casually. <laughs> Barriers to entry mean only the invested end up entering. Yeah, that's right. And P- PC gaming back then was so crazy. We got made fun of. I, it was so funny. It's like the same guys that made fun of us for LAN parties. I mean, they were they were all they were all loving their Xboxes and their Halo. I mean, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, they got a taste. All of a sudden, they got a taste, and they were like, "Oh, this is nice." Leonidas and and creature resonating over hating aim assist. I I will say this after playing Halo Infinite. I actually like when there's not a lot of aim assist. I do. It forces me to play better, and then when you land those shots and you get those kills, I I, so I feel like it's more satisfying. My Unreal Tournament PC was store bought. It was I don't know maybe around Unreal Tournament era, right? You could do that, but for the most part, back when I was playing Quake Three, it was so much easier to order the parts from Newegg and build it yourself. Me, I remember me and my friend building the computer and installing Windows 2000 on it. I remember doing that. I remember getting to college and building computers for people and getting really mad at them because they put LimeWire on it and got a bunch of malware. And they're like, it runs slow. What'd you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. You put crap on it. Splitgate's not working. They're, they're taking the servers down for maintenance in about 30 minutes. And, uh, and we're going to try and play this afternoon. So, hey, if you're just tuning in and you're new, we appreciate you being here. Monday through Friday, we do a talk show like this. And then we uh, we do gameplay in the afternoons. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster, so you, a lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio. You don't have to worry about the, uh, the kind of language I'm going to use. <coughs> Excuse me. So if you want to talk in my chat, you do need to hit subscribe. Subscribing is totally free. Uh, if you want to opt to be a paid member, you can get a color, a colored badge and a name and, and emotes. And we, we have a question and answer session that we do. Uh, I don't think we have any questions submitted right now. So if you're a paying member and you want to jump in line and be one of the first people with a question on the board, you can do that with the question command. Uh, 
Hilly says, Lamau, it isn't better than Halo. It could be. There's there's things that Splitgate's going to be able to do, I'm telling you right now. CTF isn't surprising because the D2 community has been asking for it for years. Yeah. Yeah, Diablo Immortal got delayed. We almost covered that today. I was like, man, that's a popular game. It's a mobile game and it's Diablo, right? Is Splitgate's aim assist as strong as Halo? I I have not gotten to play it. Uh, We're going to try and play it this afternoon, and I'll tell you how it feels. I actually liked not having almost any aim assist. Um, You know, not going to lie, I've been away from purple and streamers for a few years. Glad you're still streaming, Lono. Miss the Destiny, though. Hopefully one day soon. Yo, thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. I recognize your... your, um, I recognize your... uh, your, your avatar... Well, you had a name. You had a different name on purple. It was it, it was it was something with Zach in it though. Splitgate plays like Halo Four, in my opinion, says Luciano. Okay, D two community won't get anything from Bungie. No, they're not gonna do. If they do CTF, I'll, it'll be hilarious. Splitgate, I've tried it, but sadly, I've not been able to get access yet. That's the biggest challenge. That's the biggest challenge right now, trying to get into a, into the, into the game. <laughs> I booted, I installed it, I booted up Splitgate this morning. I was like, well, let me go in and make sure all my settings are right. And it, I couldn't even do that. It's just like, no, you're in a queue. You literally open the game and it puts you in a queue. It's like, you, you don't even get to look at the settings or, you know? Servers are down for an hour. Yeah, they're doing maintenance for like an hour. The TTK is what puts me off on Splitgate. What did the, the time to kill? Is it too? Do people die too fast or too slow? I wonder if Destiny will ever give people a guns-only playlist just to test things out. I'm here to tell you that if you want a guns-only version of Destiny, you would hate it after a while. It would take about a day, and you would see. You know what I mean? Rather surprised you remember me. It was Zahaj later changed to my current gamer tag. It's a memorable. It's a memorable avatar. I remember the. I remember using that. You use that avatar over on Purple, right? Oh, it's too slow. They take too long to die. Says Butters in Splitgate. What do you guys think? Those of you that have played Splitgate, you want to chime in here in chat? How's the time to kill? Is Butters right? Tattoo says I feel the TTK is fine. The battle rifle takes two headshots to kill three body. Two headshots to kill? Oh, wait. No, somebody else is saying, I definitely agree. It's way too slow and it triggers me. Okay, okay. I just Googled Unreal Tournament and there's an Epic Store page that says it's in (laughs) pre-alpha. Yeah, it's in pre-alpha, meaning they're not doing anything with it. They're not doing anything with it. SOTV says, no, I've got 100 plus hours and I think it's great. Uh, I think this Halo will be better for PC, but as far as aim assist and speed, Titanfall 2 did a good job as far as being fast-paced but also manageable. That is true, Flapjack. Titanfall 1 and 2 managed to feel really good on a controller, on a console, and still offer fast gameplay. Unreal Tournament could land in that speed of, like, Titanfall 2 Apex, but Unreal Tournament was a fast freaking game. This is why smaller, always online games struggle to get their feet under them. If you can't even load up a bot match while servers are offline, it's hard to think positively. Right, yeah, you can't even get it up and test it. That's exact. That's a good point. 
Two bursts, I mean. Okay, two bursts. I was like, holy frick, two shots, that's fast. Yo, what's good, Roy boy? How are you? Zeno says the TTK is perfect. If you hit headshots, you're going to pub stop. Okay, okay. Funky Monk says it's on the fast side for sure. Okay. Well, it sounds like Butters just needs to hit his shots. You just got to click heads, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Get yourself a gaming chair and shoot him in the head. That's all you got to do. What I would do for a next-gen Titanfall. Oh, gosh. A Titanfall 3, 120 FPS, ray tracing. Well, maybe not 120 with ray tracing. 60 ray tra- a, a Titanfall 3, 60 ray trace. Oh, my gosh. It'd be magnificent. <sighs> Butters and shambles. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you uh maybe you have butter fingers. <laughs> <clears throat> I think all true arena FPS games are a little too precise to be played on controller. My son started playing Titanfall 2 and having fun with it, so I feel it's time they make a new one. Yeah. Oh my. Oh. Titanfall, dude. Titanfall, man. Titanfall 2, one of the greatest games never played, you know? I mean, I played it, y'all played it, but you know what I mean, right? You know what I'm saying? It's one of the greatest games never played. It did just it got it got taken behind a shed, you know? Come back here, Titanfall. Yeah, come back here. Look, look at the pretty flowers. We're going <laughs> to make you launch in between uh, well, you know, uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield. Bam! <laughs> it's like, oh, poor Titanfall. <laughs> it's like Titanfall 2, man. They're like, yeah, look at the pretty flowers. Look at the pretty flowers. Apex just didn't hit the same. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. Apex just doesn't hit the same. Apex feels great, looks great, runs great. They deserve their success. But my gosh, they took Titanfall 2 behind the woodshed and just set it up for failure, you know? And then Apex was such a hit, they'd be stupid. Like, you gotta think about, man, imagine being Respawn and selling that, you know? Not only to your your team, to your devs, to your engineers. Imagine selling that. Like, listen, Titanfall 3 could be an absolute smash hit we could have a better launch window people love our game our game has a massive cult following but battle royale is taking over let's step onto the landscape and boy they had to be nervous boy they had to be nervous they watched they watched countless brs step up and say hey we're a battle royale boom Get off the table. You suck. Realm Royale. Get out of here. Radical Heights. Get out of here. Three or four others that I don't even remember their freaking name. Dead. Not here. Apex respawn. They had to be so nervous. Like, oh my gosh, dude. Nothing. Nothing is succeeding. Nothing is stepping onto this landscape. We're spending millions of dollars just to get streamers to test it, play it, stream it, and just... Man, they have to be pleased. They have to be pleased. They have the advantage of being the first true FPS. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was in their corner of being a battle royale 
that's just a true that's a true FPS. They got they got there before Warzone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using the stealth launch approach. They had to be they were sweating bullets, man. They were like, dude, this might not work. Like Battle Royale is an incredibly hard landscape to get into. Only the big boys get to play. Only the big boys get to play. Everybody else gets kicked out of the room, you know? You don't even get to go eat at the kids' table. You're just gone. Leave. Call of Duty got on. It's Call of Duty, right? So they had, they, you know, they had the household name in their corner, you know? No one remembers Black Ops BR? I don't. I don't. I wish Lawbreakers had a little more of a window to get on the ground. The game had potential, uh, and they pulled the plug pretty early. Oh, man. I've told this story countless times. I had flights booked to LA. I had a hotel. I was going to be treated like a celebrity, right? They had all these they had all these content creators coming out. And we had been on a rise recently. We were one of the top Destiny, you know, streamers. And so they reached out and uh, they were like, this is what, you know, we're going to we're going to bring you out. I mean, it was going to be there was a party up on the roof of this building, uh, food, drinks. I was going to get the red carpet treatment, right? I played the, the tutorial of Lawbreakers for 15 minutes, and I sent an email, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming to LA. <laughs> I'm not taking time away from my stream and my family. This game is dead in the water. Just wait. I told people, I played the tutorial, and I was like, nope, no. This thing is D-O-A. I, just fe- I felt it, you know? I was like, ugh. It's like when somebody shakes your hand and you know they're weird or or, or <laughs> you're like this person might try to kill me. <laughs> like I just knew. It was like I have 15 minutes in. I was like, yeah, no. And I and I felt really really bad cuz they had booked the flights, they had booked the hotel room and I was like, no thank you. And there were all those videos of all those streamers being like, it's so unique and intense, bruh. So awesome. It's going to be such a great game. And then, like, it, it, it was freaking just DOA. Dead on arrival, man. It just was so bad. So, I mean, Apex had to be thinking, we, we might, right? We, we, we might go a similar way. We're spending all this money to get content creators to play it and promote it, and that, that might be a death sentence, you know? I don't know. I, I think Splitgate is, is, is winning the popularity battle because that people, it's just, wor- it's just that, it's that inexplicable organic thing that happens. It just happens. Like, Fortnite BR, everyone laughed. Everyone laughed. I laughed. I was like, really? I thought it was a joke. I thought they were memeing. I was like, no, come on. And then a day or two later, that's all my Twitter feed was. I can't believe how fun Fortnite BR is. I can't believe how fun it is. I was like, well, Dad Gummit, we got to try this. I played it for two hours and I said, this will be bigger than PUBG. And I, I had a guy clip me. The title of the clip was Listen to This Idiot. And it was me saying, oh, yeah, I know I've only been playing for two hours, but this game will be bigger than PUBG. I was, and I started playing it. I started investing in it. I started like spending time in that directory, and then all of a sudden, the PUBG guys came and started streaming it. And I, you couldn't find us in the directory. 
We were top five every day. Can you imagine being top five in the Fortnite directory? Like, do you have any idea the, the, the exposure that brings? We were top five every single day. And then all of a sudden, Call of Duty guys came and started playing it, and the PUBG guys, you get Ninja, you get Courage, you get Lupo. They all started coming. Well, Lupo didn't like the game. We convinced him to play it. <laughs> we convinced him. He didn't want to. He just he wanted to keep going back to PUBG. And we're like, come on, man, the game's fun. He started streaming. I mean, he was he was he was hurting himself. He was he was streaming like eight hours, take a break, another eight hours. He was in that directory non-stop. And then all of a sudden, Fortnite just took off, and you couldn't you couldn't stream that game and get any growth. It was a huge bummer. It was a huge bummer to know. I knew I was like, this game is special. Something is going to happen with this game and to watch it all fall in other people's laps because that was their wheelhouse. Their wheelhouse was battle Royale. That was what they were known for. You get the dock playing it. You get all these guys playing it. Like that's where all the viewership's going to go. That's what they're known for. It was such a bummer to be like, Man, could, could, could I have invested in this directory's stock and, and cashed in on all that? <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, this game's going to take off, man. You know what I mean? If you got growth and it all dropped off? No, it didn't. What are you talking about? There's, there's probably 20 people right now that are millionaires because of that game. It didn't drop off. You had guys like Myth. You had all these other people just explode in that game. You had Tifu, yet Bugga winning the World Cup. Like there are people who literally have their careers made in that game. Made. I went over to the purple platform to see what the Fortnite directory looks like, uh, and this is the first thing I come to. Not even logged in. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> An ASMR stream, and. Uh, some girl's butt cheeks. Yeah, that's that's about right. Tim Nick Ninja Courage Lupo. Yeah, the four horsemen of Fortnite. They took over the directory, right? They, they, the 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 four the four horsemen of Fortnite. They took over. It was it was it was Ninja, Ninja Tim Courage Lupo. Those to me are the four horsemen of Fortnite. They just took over. It was they was they were smart. They were very, very strategic in how they, 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 in, in, no, no, no slamming, no slight here. They manipulated the frick out of that directory and they made bank. They manipulated the frick out of that directory. <laughs> and uh, you can't blame them. You can't. They played the game and they won. You know, they played the game and they won. It's funny that he owes his success to you. He doesn't know. He doesn't know his success to me. He doesn't. He probably would have gone and played it. He probably would have gone and played it. Seriously, because his all his friends were playing. You know what I mean? How did he become so famous? Well, he started playing with Tyler. He started playing with Ninja. They became good buds, and they were like duo buds for a long time. And they and they kind of ran Fortnite. It was always the two of them. Number one, number two, number one, number two. And then Ninja took off like a freaking rocket out of NASA. I mean, just... Ninja had a huge... It's it's crazy how it all worked out. So Ninja had been playing with Doc in PUBG, and everybody loved Doc, and everybody kind of memed on Ninja. I remember watching Ninja 
complain about Doc coming back online because he shoved him down in the directory, in the PUBG directory. Because I met Ninja at the D2 premiere, and he was very nice. He, he, he raised a glass. He said, hey, let's all toast each other's channels. May we all have great success. Really nice guy. I couldn't, like, he had no idea what was waiting for him when he did that toast. But super nice guy. So I checked him out one night. This guy's complaining about having 6,000 subs, and he wants to get back up to 7,000 paying subs. Listen to what I just said, okay? He had 6,000 paying subs, and he was hoping he could grind back up to 7,000. When I got to 6,000 paying members, paying subs over there, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh. And this guy is like bummed that he's at 6,000 instead of 7,000, and he's annoyed that Dot came back online because he shoved him down in the directory, right? So Fortnite lands and starts to take off and Doc takes like a two-month break. Huge windfall. All those people are like, well, let's just see what Ninja's doing. That windfall and the popularity of Fortnite, it was like taking gunpowder, gasoline, napalm, just throwing it in the thing and just like, light it, boom! Like he just takes off. And he was unstoppable. Like, he was on every night. He leaned into the meme of the game. He'd do the little emotes at the end. He'd put the clips on Instagram and on Twitter. Brilliant. Brilliant way of handling it. The way that he and his wife handled that game and growth. There needs to be a documentary done on how they handled it. It was insane. They saw the landscape. They saw what was happening. And they just like, let's go. Full bore here. And Lupo was playing with Ninja a bunch back then. And so naturally, he became number two. There's always a number two. Every directory, there's a number one and there's a number two. Always. Destiny had a number one and a number two for a while, right? Then when around the time that I got banned uh, from Purple, like, the number one and the number two was very, very clear. It was, it, was, it was clear as day. Now, that was shifting. The sands were shifting. We were number two, and, and Glad was number one. That started to shift with the, uh, the Almighty event. Things... Like, things started to shift. But the Fortnite directory was the same. Directories always seem to fall that way. There's always a number one and a number two. I remember playing God of War, and Lupo stopped by to renew his sub. He renewed his sub to my channel, and he said he was the second most sub to channel on Purple. He knew that somehow. I don't know how he knew it. And he, and because people always told him he was only popular because of Ninja. And he was like, yeah, I'm the second most sub to channel on purple only because of Ninja or whatever. He, 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 it put a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, as it would anybody, right? As it would anybody. It put a bit of a chip on his shoulder. And, but he, I remember him saying that. I was playing God of War and I was drinking. It was, it was a Sunday night and he came in and was hanging out in the stream. And obviously everybody freaked out because they're like, oh my gosh, you know, Lupo. And I was like, pfft. I loop all my podcast when 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 uh, <laughs> when he he was he was streaming to like a hundred people you know playing trials you know what I'm saying. So that was one of the reasons that that he he took off and it, you, credit where credit was due he put in the work you know so I would never be like oh he owes me no we were just busting his chops we were like come on. Like, come on, come play Fortnite, PUBG. Eh, We're sick of PUBG. It was me and uh, me and Tim. Me and Tim, not 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 uh, not Tim Tatman. It was uh, it was uh, darkness. So, <sighs> to be fair, if he doesn't land that grenade throw, he doesn't play. 
the relationship doesn't blossom. Right, but there were so many things that took place that led to so many things. You can't pinpoint one moment and be like, well, this is the, this is the cause of all your success. You know? What if we didn't pester him to play Fortnite and he dug in on PUBG and became the king of that directory? He very well could have done that. He could have been like, well, there's a mass exodus to Fortnite. I'm going to stick it out with PUBG. A lot of people did that. A lot of people would stay in a directory when there was an exodus. I did that in Destiny 1 when The Division came out. Everybody went to The Division, and I stayed in Destiny 1. And I mean, I grew because of that. For all intents and purposes, he could have been like, no, I think Fortnite sucks. I'm playing PUBG. And then all those people would have left PUBG to go to Fortnite. And then he could have blown up playing PUBG. He could he could be on a completely different path right, right now. But I'm not going to go back and be like, well, yeah, you owe me your success because I, I pestered you to play Fortnite. That's stupid. <laughs> that would be dumb. I would never, I would never think that. It was fun. We were having fun, man. And people kept asking me. Me, the PvE casual lazy streamer guy was like playing Fortnite. And people were like, why are you playing Fortnite? And I was like, I'm telling you, this game is going to be something special. And I'm investing in the directory. And then I got shoved out by all the PUBG guys. <laughs> Call of Duty streamers with, you know, they can pull 5,000 viewers picking their nose. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, we just got shoved out. It was always me. It was always me. Uh, every more, every afternoon, every afternoon, we would all we would all get together and play. It was me, Goth, Tim, and then yeah, and then we'd ha- and we'd grab a fourth, like Gunny or somebody, and we'd always be at the top of the directory because no one was playing it. Nobody was playing Fortnite. It was like it was easy pickings. It was like start your morning in Destiny, go play Fortnite. It just made sense, and then all of a sudden. It, 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 it switched on us. Now, we started going over to Fortnite and doing something really fun. We took a break from Destiny. Some of you guys might not remember this. Do you remember when we would go over and stream Fortnite in the morning and we would watch clips and joke and goof and do like top tens and stuff? Do you remember that? We started doing that and we started climbing the directory. I could get into the number five spot in the mornings in Fortnite, it was insane. I was like, oh my gosh, we might actually be able to do this. We can we can climb the most popular game on Twitch's directory. This is going to be amazing. And then Ninja goes on MSNBC and he says he's making half a million dollars a month playing Fortnite. <laughs> he goes on national television and Ninja's like, he doesn't say it they say it they're like this guy's making $500,000 a month playing Fortnite do you want to know what happened the next week everybody was streaming Fortnite it didn't matter if you were a call if you were a codhead that's when courage started playing it because he was a codhead he comes over he starts playing everybody starts playing Fortnite why if this joker's making half a million playing this I want a piece of that pie. And everybody started playing it. And that was the end. <laughs> that was the end. We we couldn't we couldn't get placement. We we couldn't get placement in the directory. It was like we were like 20th or something. So we went from being top three to not really playing it. We come back to being top five. And then there's no hope at that point. There's no hope. The the, the tournaments, the competitive guys, they they start they start to just run the show. I remember I met Myth before he was popular. 
he killed me at the end of the game and I was like I was so impressed by the play that he made I was like he's a god he's a god like I was I was a good loser <laughs> I wasn't always a good loser back then holy moly I could get I could get mad but I was a good loser I was like oh he's a god he's a god and people were like that's myth I was like who's that they're like oh he's got like the number one ranked solo win record or something and somebody showed him the clip and he's like oh he's pretty cool we followed each other on Twitter and started talking that's how he and I became friends and I remember telling people I was like this kid's going places I said just you watch this guy's career he's gonna take off people were like why I was like he's good looking he's charming he's likable and he's good at the video game that's all he needs he's like he's a triple threat he's got it all he's got it all I knew I was like this kid this kid's going places and now he was streaming to like a hundred people back then when he killed me you you know what I'm saying I had more viewers than him (laughs) funny enough I had more viewers than him so everybody went over to his channel and he got really excited because they're like oh you just killed say no to rage and then he was like what and they like sent him the clip yeah so funny they called him tower sitting myth that's what they called him because he would sit in towers and camp out for solo wins so Fortnite or PUBG better I mean I thought Fortnite was better right Tifu killed you once I got killed by Ninja once like if you searched Sano to Rage for a while on YouTube that was like the number one suggested search term Sano to Rage killed by Ninja I was looking for him we knew he was in the game and we were looking for him and I found him. I knew as soon as I started, as soon as we started trading fire, I knew, I knew it was him. I could feel it. I was like, he's just too aggressive, too good. You know, I got, I got like a couple of, I got a couple of ticks of damage on him, you know? And then, uh, there was another time where we almost got him. I think I was playing with like pro bro or somebody and I threw a grenade and I almost got him. Like I heard him. It was like next to him. And he like, he, he walled up and healed up. <clears throat> Why are we talking about this? Well, we're talking about how Splitgate right now is having like an organic growth moment. And I just outlined all of the insane, intangible, unplanned things that led to Fortnite's popularity, Ninja's popularity, like all these people get really popular. So Splitgate is having that moment right now. There's no marketing thing happening. They're not putting out videos. They're not even paying streamers to play the game. There's just something happening with Splitgate. There's just like this surge of interest to the point they can't even keep their servers online, right? Just to confirm, if I poop on Lono and Halo, my streaming career will take off. Yeah, apparently Myth killed me, Ninja killed me. Yeah, yeah, I made them what they are today because they killed because they killed me in Fortnite. <laughs> He was the king of Paragon. I think he got inside info that Epic would kill it, and then he went to Fortnite. I mean, that makes sense. So Splitgate ad having the same thing going on. Well, I mean, Splitgate is... is They're even doing maintenance right now. People can't play. You know what I mean? They can't play. Who's having a problem in Splitgate servers? They've taken them down right now for maintenance. Yesterday, there were reports that Splitgate servers had like a 90-minute queue. Do you have a clip of that? The clip of Ninja killing me, I think, is all over YouTube. There were so many Fortnite channels that were just grabbing clips and re-uploading them. Um, the one of Myth killing me is probably long gone. That was on Purple. That was a clip on Purple, and I mean, that that's gone. I went back and deleted clips anyway. Remember when people were getting DMCA'd? 
I had clips that were that were old enough that I was using I had copyrighted music and I had people I had a guy actively always trying to to hurt my career still to this day he does and he he was trying to get me in trouble and it was like these were ancient clips I couldn't even find them so I ran a script that just deleted all the clips because we have been copyright free for like three years but the first and second year of my my me broadcasting on purple I played copyrighted music and then I started talking to some of the more educated streamers, and I was, and they were like, I, you, you should move to copyright free now. And I did. And so I did that for three years. But there were ancient clips that I was worried about. It was, oh, it was gutting. I ran that script and had to walk away from my computer. It was gutting. I was deleting memories. There was, there was clips of my daughter when she was a baby on stream with me, hanging out. Like, yeah, I did song requests. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to tee you up for the Half-Life discussion because I'm curious about the remaster if it's from Valve directly or from a fan-made creation yeah 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 yeah. past three days it's been 90 minutes why didn't you download them first oh there was no way to go and find them shenanigans so the background infrastructure of purple is terrible if you wanted to like let's say you wanted to go find a clip from 2018 on your channel you can't do it you can't there's no way to do it you can scroll and you can scroll if you sort according to date it wouldn't work it was awful it was literally like a fan made not a fan made it was like a community made script some guy just made a script and was like this will delete all your clips Purple had a solution. They came up with a solution like weeks later that did the same thing. It just lets you delete all your clips. You could not go back and find them and save them. Right? You and Lupo on good terms now? (laughs) No. Isn't better subjective? Like, I think ESO is better? Of course it's subjective, but we're having a conversation. That's how you get a conversation going. You know what I mean? Once you're in, you're in. I queue in the morning. I'm in the lobby in the afternoon when I want to play. Right. And there lies the issue of discovery on that platform. (laughs) Right. Right, right, right. Splitgate's a cool idea. Portals remove a lot of the normal complexity that exists in arenas, and it compresses some of the team play skill gap. Halo Infinite Flight was better than Splitgate, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you good, bro? <laughs> yeah, you good, bro? I was wondering if I have anything from some of my first stream attempts on purple. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. <laughs> you really messaged with me about this on my birthday. <laughs> you good, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a special experience. That was a special experience. Um,. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Respawn is the most innovative dev we have from a gameplay perspective. I think Respawn does a really good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry to bring up sour memories. I was just curious. I mean, it's I've I've really gotten to a better place about it. Like I can even use their names in retelling the story, and like I just don't care. You know what I mean? I. 
I, I, I know the truth about people and, and what they've done and, and, and what they have to hide and live with. And, you know, I that's that's given me a sense of just like, yeah, well, I'll just go on. You know, I can just move on with my life, you know, and 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 they can they can carry with them because they have to, you know. <clears throat> I just hope that the, the, the maintenance today fixes some of their problems so we can actually play we you know we're hoping to play splitgate today if you're new to the stream take our poll in chat and smash that like button we need 25 more likes to roll over to 300 and uh you have to subscribe to talk in chat and subscribing is totally free uh so if you want to click that subscribe button uh we do a talk show in the mornings like this and we do gameplay in the afternoons this is a safe for work broadcast a lot of people treat me like video game radio Monday through Friday, so we appreciate you being here. Um, speaking of good jobs, you hear that Vicarious Visions is co-leading Blizzard now. VV is awesome. Yeah, I'm really happy for VV. I loved everything they did. I honestly thought, um, I honestly thought that they would. Uh, okay, idiot. Like, sit and time out. Gee, many Christmas. Your channel's pretty good. Found it right now. Oh well, thank you. Impact, you can sit and time out, bro. You don't need to spam. Like, that's that's frustrating. No one wants that in chat. Um, the way they did, the way they did, you know, their treatment of Destiny, I always thought they were going to get handed the Destiny property. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought Activision was going to buy the Destiny property from Bungie and hand it to VV. That's what I thought was going to happen, which clearly Activision wasn't interested in in buying the property. They were probably going to try and crank out Destiny 3 and then get Bungie to work on Call of Duty like all their other studios, you know? That was likely in the cards and in the discussions, which is one of the things that probably led to Bungie breaking with Activision. It's like, number one, you know... um, Number one, they... they, uh, they didn't they like they didn't have the, they didn't have it in them to make Destiny 3 right and secondly if they got wind that they were going to be working on Call of Duty <laughs> they were like we're getting the freak out of here you know Mm-mm. Mm-mm. people with impacts avatar are generally the worst to deal with Yo, Jay Westlow, I remember you from Purple. I remember that name. Thank you for a membership. The first new member of the day. If you guys want to become a paying member, click the join button or you can type exclamation point join in the chat. Get a badge and emotes and increased access in our Discord. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes, Westlow. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Um, I'll see y'all later. I'm going to look up Ninja Kill and SNTR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VV ruined D2, they messed with the sniper zoom and it carried over to console and killed it. When sniping died, so did PvP. Frick VV. Oh, come on. Come on. That is so overstated. <laughs> when sniping died, so did PvP. Gee, many Christmas. Could you be more melodramatic? <laughs> come on, man. VV created some of the greatest Destiny content. Some of the greatest content in 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 Destiny wasn't even made by Bungie. It was made by VV. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> 
they did great stuff. Most of what you play now is built upon the foundation that Vicarious Visions came up with for the Chalice and the um, the Menagerie. That everything you're playing now is basically a reconfiguration of that content. Bungie's like, well, that's pretty good. We should copy that homework again and again and again. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, man, we lost VV. Well, at least we still have their homework, you know. <laughs> VV does good work. They ported D2 to PC. Prior to Beyond Light, D2 was one of the best PC ports you could play. Beyond Light, they trashed their game. Oh my gosh, there were so many bugs in it. It was a rebuild. It was awful. VV's version of Destiny on PC was pristine. It was so good. They're very good at porting games. Very, very good at porting games. VV did Menagerie and Escalation Protocol. Yes, yes. Escalation Protocol, funny enough, was a late ad. It was a late ad. They were like, oh no, the, 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 the previous DLC didn't have enough, right? Curse of Osiris. They're like, we need to add something extra. It was a late ad. They, they, they built that. So Vicarious Visions built Escalation Protocol in like short order. And it was, again, some of the more celebrated content. People really liked it. It just didn't have good loot. Like if there had been random rolls, it would have been so much better. It would have had more life. But because it was static rolls, it was like you got your shotgun and you were out, right? If you were going for a god roll, you'd have been in that. You'd have been in that sector all day, that public, that public space. I mean, <clears throat> Escalation Protocol redefined modern video games and was the best thing ever made by humanity. <laughs> Look at EP and Menagerie, some of the best pieces of content that's vaulted. Well, they want it vaulted because if they're going to copy it. <laughs> if they want to copy it, it can't be in the game because people are like, wait a minute, this seems really familiar. <laughs> uh, they can't copy Lono's ideas, so they're just copy-pasting VV's work. Yeah, yeah, I had to stop talking about the game because I don't want them to get any free ideas. I also don't want the people that watch my, my stream and then go and create videos about the topics that I say I'm going to cover. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're here. <laughs> you uh you can't what what's he say? He said couldn't live with your failure and where did it bring you? Back to me. <laughs> Freaking Thanos. <clears throat> People got some rose-colored EP glasses. Oh, EP had its problems, but it was so freaking fun. A full instance EP was so fun. It was so so fun. It just needed matchmaking. It had been perfect. Seriously. Seriously. That's all it needed. If you would have added matchmaking, it would have been perfect. It was great content. The only thing I didn't like about it was it it was in one area. It was way better than the tower event and contact. Those events were garbage. You're just standing in a 50-foot circle doing the same thing over and over. Stand here and kill. Stand here and kill. Stand here and kill. EP was exciting. You'd go here different boss, different mechanics, now run to the other side, different boss, different mechanics. Oh, it was great! It just needed matchmaking. It was so stupid. You know what's funny? 
I remember tweeting and saying, let's stop being romantic about what could happen and just start empowering players to play together. Give us matchmaking and escalation protocol. And Chris Barrett liked the tweet. I remember him liking that tweet and thinking, oh, he agrees with me, right? He agrees with the fact that like we we need that we need to get get rid of this romantic idea about like what could happen in the public space. No, just empower people to play together. It was so frustrating. Matchmaking or six player patrol fire teams? Well, it's not a both and Dauntless because what there's too many solo players. You need to empower people to play together. Lono's glasses are the most rose-colored glasses ever that they ruin PVP. Frick those glasses. <laughs> The day sniping died. It's the day PvP died. Frick VV. <laughs> he liked it as a bookmark to remind him to ban you later. He didn't ban me. I'm confident that him and his wife had nothing to do with my ban. She keeps saying that like I've I've told people that and that like I'm a narcissist and then that's what I think that happened. It's like no, I've told people time and time again. After enough investigative work was done, they concluded that they had nothing to do with my ban, and I'm going with their opinion. I don't think her or her husband had anything to do with my ban. I think that there's there's somebody hiding behind that smoke. I think they intentionally, they intentionally made everybody think it was them. She doesn't understand that she's a patsy. Like, she got, she, she's a patsy. I don't think she had anything to do with it. Nothing. It, if I, I would love to have a conversation with the both of them, but like you do understand that like you guys got sold down the river, right? Like everybody thinks it's you and it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there was there there is somebody else behind the scenes that was pulling that was pulling strings, and it wasn't them. It wasn't them. I I, I trust I trust the investigative work more than more than projection and conjecture right I, I I do I I trust the investigators I'm like okay if you say it wasn't them it wasn't them right we'll wait and see what they unearthed that led them to believe that but you know <clears throat> yeah the the strikes on upper echelons videos was an act of desperation that was an act of desperation. I don't think that was like, oh no, we're exposed. It was an act of desperation. When you have clips saying that you talked with bungee corporate attorneys, you're that's a big no-no. You're in like like <laughs> all kind of all kind of things were 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 said that put them into a really really bad place. So I'm not gonna jump in front of a bus for either of them after things they've said about me publicly, but they had nothing to do with my ban. Nothing. <laughs> Major mischief with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Insert something profound, hopeful, and uplifting here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Savathun. Yeah, it was Savathun, really. <laughs> Do we have a time frame when the documents will be viewable? No, because I've been too busy to do what I need to do. I've just been too busy. I have to get transcripts of certain things, and I literally don't have time. Just this weekend, my kids are starting uh, soccer. And, like, that's going to be my morning on Saturdays a lot of the times now. I just don't have time. You know what I mean? Then who would ban you if not them? Someone in a position of control. And he's not in a position of control. Right? 
Yeah, that's who I'm talking about, Nautilus. Chris Barrett's not in a position to, to, to do that. He's not. He's not in a position to pull that trigger. There there are people that are. That that apparently there there is there is enough evidence to say, yeah, it was these people over here. And they're just they're letting them be public patsies, which is obviously like which is terrible if you really think about it, right? Think about it. If you were going to do something like that, would you make it so publicly obvious? Or would you do it in a way to make it look like it's somebody else? Like, think about if you're going to do something underhanded. If you're going to do something underhanded, psychologically, you're going to set things up in a way to keep that hidden or, uh, like, not obvious, okay? Those two, it was too obvious. It was like, why would you be so obvious about it? That doesn't make any sense. It makes sense that they're patsies because that's how you would do something underhanded like that. You'd let everybody think it's them. All eyes are on them. That makes way more sense to me. If Think about it. The psychological state of somebody doing something underhanded is to do it secretly, quietly, and stay under the radar. Not be out parading around, you know, making mistakes and saying things like, yeah, we spoke with the bungee corporate attorneys. Like, come the frick on. You're you're saying that because, because she had nothing to do with it. That, that makes more sense of why she was so brazen and why she was so willing just to say things publicly. Why? Because she had nothing to do with it. If you have something to do with something underhanded, you don't say anything. You stay super like, oh yeah, you're kind of obtuse, you're kind of vague, you're kind of bleh. You're, you're, you're brazen when you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> she, had, she had no, I don't think she had a clue. You know? And then, and then the funny thing is, is so she gets harassed and, and people say nasty, terrible things to her, which I never want anybody to do. I've, 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 I've begged and pleaded with people to not do that. She gets harassed. Why? Not because of me, but because somebody set her up to be the patsy. So that's the question she should be asking is who really did this? Who let me get sort of sold down the river as the, as the evil queen witch or whatever people want to call her? Like people are saying all kind of awful stuff. That's the question you should be asking. But instead, when you create a villain, everything's their fault. Everything's Lono's fault. He's the villain. He's the psychopathic mastermind. Come on. So. And I know there's people here that probably think I'm wrong. They're like, no, I was definitely hurt. I'm telling you right now. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's how to read human behavior and how to read dishonest people. And I'm telling you right now, it wasn't them. It wasn't them. All signs, all psychological tells, all behavioral signs point to the fact that they had no idea that was going to happen and they had nothing to do with it. So. The statements that made, that Echelon made just coincidental, just curious. What statements are you referring to? What statements are you referring to? If you're talking about the, the the tweet that seemed like he was taking credit for me getting banned from purple, I think he had knowledge of it or somebody at, somebody at Bungie had knowledge of it or tried to make that happen. And that's what that tweet was referring to. Like, 
you know, Fox Mulder getting a text message that says, it's done, bye-bye. Almost like, yep, we got him. Took him down, right? I, that wouldn't surprise me. It, they already had a relationship with Purple. They had a relationship with Purple. The gifted sub thing was coming. They already had the Prime Gaming incentives, Destiny items in Prime Gaming. So they had a relationship. Somebody picked up the phone and was like, chop this guy's head off. He just went live and, and exposed people for lying and we're a part of this get him the frick off your platform now you can't have this guy streaming in two weeks to thousands of viewers you can't have that he can't be sitting here making money in the directory no way absolutely not wasn't echelon alluding to a connection between attorneys etc yeah i i I don't know. I don't know, Dauntless. Because from where I sit, when she said they had spoken with Bungie corporate attorneys, she was was basically making sure they were safe with their public declarations and claims. They were all scared that I was going to sue them. Because I can. I just don't have the money. So they double check. Like, she's like, oh yeah, we talked with the Bungie corporate attorneys and they said everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. And that, that VOD got deleted because that's a massive, massive, that might be, an, who knows, that could be an ethics violation, that could be conflict of interest. You, you, can't, you can't say that. You can't be like, oh yeah, we went public and took this guy down, and before we did it, we conferred with Bungie corporate attorneys about it. Why the frick were you talking with Bungie about this ahead of time, or in the midst of all of this? That's why that clip disappeared because that's incredibly damning to be like, wait, Bungie was Bungie was involved. So that's why that clip disappeared. That's why those vods disappeared. That's why tweets disappeared. Because people got brazen, thought they were totally in the clear and started saying stuff and then people were like, "What the frick? What do you mean you were talking to the the corporate attorneys?" Seems she's getting a free pass. I thought she was part of the coordinated attack. I'm not giving her a pass. I'm saying I don't think she was involved and neither was her husband in me getting banned from Destiny. I don't think so. No. Her behavior doesn't line up with somebody who was doing something underhanded. She thinks she was in the right. I think she got convinced. There's multiple tweets of her saying, I was totally fine with him. I had no issue with him. He said some weird things one year and then every time I saw him after that, I was I felt safe, I felt fine with him. They pressured her to say something. There's multiple tweets from her outlining this, by the way. She didn't just randomly say that. She said that day of. She was like, I felt weird coming forward. Right? They privately pressured her to throw in. She's not the only one, by the way, that was privately pressured to say something. Which really makes you wonder what was really going on. Why was why was there a pri- why were there private conversations where people were being pressured to say something? Why? Well, it doesn't make any sense. If this guy's so bad and so terrible, and you're all chomping at the bit to be like, finally I can tell my story. Why do you have to pressure people to say anything? One person, one person convinced them all I was dangerous and was like, come on, we got to do the right thing here. And look at look at what's happened to all of them. They've, they've, they've lost their friendship circles. They've lost their credibility. People, people don't, people don't like them now. 
they turned me into a pariah, but they're also pariahs now. Like, no one wants to work with them or talk to them or deal with them after what happened. They've got the stink of cancel culture on them. Nobody wins in these scenarios, by the way. Nobody wins. The privately pressured irks me. I want to know where it came from, where the pressure came from. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Jesse, thank you so much for the brand new membership, dude. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Almost every single person involved in my takedown... here's, Here's the saddest part. You want to know the saddest part about my takedown? All the women have been cast aside. They're all pariahs now. And all the men... Totally fine. They just kept on doing their thing. They all lit my life on fire, blocked me, and moved on with their lives. And the women... Women gained nothing from it. They were all they were, they were all pressured to do that. Oh, it's just terrible. The situation is so terrible if you really zoom out and look on it. Like they were all pressured. One person put this all in motion for two years. One, a woman, and the rest of them got caught up in it. The whole community got caught up in it. And so, and now they're all, now they're all worse off and the men that made sure this all happened and helped and helped it happen and helped and helped pour gas on it. They're all fine. They just moved on with their lives. They've all, they've all moved on and the women are in pieces on the ground. And I'm over here with, with physical manifestations of anxiety and stress. And I'm in therapy. Like, come on, man. It's terrible. The whole thing is terrible. People need to remember this going forward. That when this kind of crap happens and someone's pressuring you to like do this thing or like write a twit longer, look at the freaking fallout and ask yourself if this is the right path. Look at the fallout. It's terrible. No one benefited or gained from it. Nobody. Other than the egos of the men that wanted to see me taken down a peg because they didn't like me or whatever the frick the issue they had with me. People need to remember this going forward because there's going to be another time. There's going to be another opportunity and there's going to be this stuff in the background like you should say something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Talk to an actual therapist or somebody educated in psychology and they'll be like, absolutely not. You shouldn't do that. No one wins. It's It's horrible. It's absolutely destructive. It's absolutely destructive. Uh. funny how uh, a certain someone isn't involved with the conference anymore and focusing on family and gaming uh, together anymore guessing some issues came up that was just narrative armor QBZ because they were nervous about what was going to come out from the investigation that was just narrative armor it's all that was they were worried about what I know and what stories could come out that involves a lot and it would make sense of a lot. And that was just that was just preemptive narrative armor is all that was. Mr. Member. Yo, Jesse. Thank you so much, Jesse, for the brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. <clears throat> Splitgate will die in a few months just like Fall Guys. Fall Guys isn't dead. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I shouted Jesse out already. What makes you think that Fall Guys is dead? Fall Guys just launched Season 5. They seem to be doing just fine. Fall Guys hasn't even landed. Oh my gosh, you think Fall Guys is dead. Let me tell you something. Fall Guys hasn't even landed on its perfect platform yet. Do you have any idea what's going to happen to Fall Guys when it lands on the Switch? Oh my gosh! And when it lands on the Switch, and it lands on Xbox, and Microsoft gives it the almighty Game Pass blessing, that game is going to break. It's going to fracture. They're going to have so many server pro- <laughs> They're going to have so many server problems when Fall Guys finally lands on the Switch and lands on the Xbox. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. That The Nintendo Switch is like the perfect platform for Fall Guys. It's the perfect platform for it. Splitgate's current hype won't last at this level, of course, but it'll keep it way higher concurrent player base from now on. I think, I, uh, I think that Fall Guys is on Xbox. No, it's not. No. Fall Guys has 4K viewers only. I love how people use viewership on purple as an indication of a game's health. That's always my favorite. Because you do realize that whenever you see viewership on on purple, right, you understand that like 90% of a game's user base doesn't ever go watch purple. Like, you know that, right? (laughs) Like, you watch the numbers drop on purple and you're like, yeah, that game's dead in the water. Like, that's not an indication of a game's health. (laughs) It never has been. It can be an indication of a game's popularity and rise, but it's not an indication of a game's health, death, or decline just because people aren't streaming it or watching it. (laughs) Twitch is a decent proxy for community health? I don't think so. No, I don't agree with that. There are plenty of games that, that that pull poor viewership and have incredibly healthy player bases, like... I don't know, The Elder Scrolls Online, as an example. If you go look at the purple directory, you would think, all The Elder Scrolls Online, dead game, dead in the water. The frick are you talking about? It's one of the, it's, it's one of the most successful, most played MMOs around right now. It's, it's, in the, it's in the top running, easily. Same thing with Final Fantasy. You're not going to see a crazy, blowing up, extremely popular Final Fantasy directory on purple, and yet it's one of the most popular games in the world right now. Now, big streamers are flocking to Final Fantasy, so that directory is starting to get pulled way, way up. But I censor that word, Texas Tuckers, because YouTube doesn't like that word. Final Fantasy had no viewers for the longest time until now. It's the second most played MMO. Right, and it had no viewers while it was really popular. Just because you got guys like Gold and others going over and playing it, that doesn't mean that suddenly Final Fantasy is a super popular game. It was a popular game before that happened. MLB The Show has 3K, but the player base has exploded healthier than ever. Yeah, you cannot use purple directories as an in- indication of, of game health. Like, sure... When it goes kaboom, you could say, wow, that game's probably going to get a lot of action. Yo, it's good, Alley Cat. That game's going to get a lot of people playing it. Sure, of course. But a viewership decline doesn't mean that the game is in decline. All it takes is a couple of big streamers, and the directory will look like it's in a shambles. That's all it takes. You take your top five streamers of a certain game, and they take a break... Uh, they go play something else, they go on vacation or whatever, and you'd be like, yep, that game's dead. No, you're just, your biggest streamers aren't playing it or have moved on or something. 
volume of viewers is an indicator of how many people want to watch the game on, on purple that's right Purple is just indicative as to how entertaining a game is to watch as a spectator. Some games are a game, uh, a great to play, but just boring to watch. Yeah, ESO, I think, is an example of a game that just really, really, I think, is just always going to struggle to to garner viewership. It just isn't that entertaining to watch, you know. I've been loving watching Asmin progress through Final Fantasy. I don't have time to play it myself, and I also can't wait to watch your infinite campaign streams. Oh, thank you, Jay Wessel. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, <clears throat> hang on. Tribes of Midgard has released on PC and PlayStation. Oh, this is just like a press release. I was like, what the frick? I was like, what is Tribes doing? Um... Hey, if you're new and you've clicked subscribe this morning, thank you for doing that. A lot of new subscribers here. We do a talk show like this Monday through Friday. It's lively. It's safe for work. And uh, we do gameplay in the afternoons. Now, we are going to try and play Splitgate this afternoon. Now, Splitgate being better than Halo, we're debating that because I actually believe there are things that Splitgate can do that Halo won't be able to. And I believe that there's pros and cons to that. I think one of the things that's kept like Apex Legends and Fortnite kind of going is new guns, new modes, kind of changing everything, making everything kind of crazy. Halo Infinite's going to have a harder time doing that. I believe that Splitgate is in a position to do that pretty consistently if they want to keep the liveliness going what they really need to do is get in front of the swell of popularity that sweet embrace of uh of being of going kind of viral is is hurting them and i actually think that the halo infinite technical test over the weekend is one of the reasons that so many people started playing because they couldn't get into the the technical test and then once the technical test was over they're like well I, w- I want to play more arena shooter and now they're all flocking to splitgate so currently splitgate is actually doing some maintenance uh on their on their servers so we uh we obviously appreciate the big turnout and everybody being here today we are planning on covering a lot of halo a lot of new world a lot of battlefield we're trying to we're trying to get lots of people in the discord because we want to do community game nights with these games and play together. We have rooms set up for Halo New World Battlefield. Maybe we need to get something set up for Splitgate so that people can play together. There's a community game night almost every Saturday night in our Discord. So if you're a paying member or you're new to the community, make sure you're hanging out in the Discord. If you want to talk in my chat, you got to hit subscribe. If you want to submit questions or get increased access in the Discord, you got to be a paying member. That's the join button. Subscribing is free. Membership isn't, but membership comes with perks and benefits. I've been on vacation past week and a half miss the live streams dig the new eyewear oh thank you yeah these are from blue blocks if you guys come to the stream and you see the includes paid promotion pop-up that's not me being paid to cover a game or play a game if i'm ever paid to cover or play a game i will explicitly divulge that in the description and title the paid contains paid sponsorship purely refers to the fact that i have contracts now some of our contracts have gotten better and if they're paying for placement inside the stream we have to tell you that that's the only reason that pop-up is there okay looking at it once people can get into splitgate larger streamers will look at it and it'll explode until infinite comes out in full look at the dodgeball game yeah 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 one of the main reasons big streamers are probably avoiding splitgate right now is because of the queue you can't get in you know So do we think, no, it was this person? Yeah. No. No, 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 Dauntless. That's not the person that was pressuring. No. No. 
Uh, Splitgate has its unique thing with portals. The gameplay is also faster, but I'll need to get hands-on in Halo to see which I prefer. I was incredibly surprised at how much I liked Halo Infinite. I did not expect to, to play and enjoy it at the level that I did. I didn't expect that. Um, guys, make sure and take the poll. We got a really nice result right now. 69% are saying no. <laughs> Have you played Splitgate? And let us know your opinion on it. Almost a thousand votes, nearing a thousand votes. Um, whole process just makes me sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not hard to see the ringleader if you if you if you know what to look for, Dallas. It's not hard to see the ringleader. Um, basically, the person that started it all. It all started in 2018, and there's reasons for that. And I just can't get into it. If you get kicked out and you're sitting in queue, it'll kill their stream. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the worst. Viewership immediately takes a dive. Splitgate or Halo being better than the other is a non-issue in my opinion. I share the Splitgate devs' views that love Halo uh, and both will benefit from each other's success. It's an idea for discussion, um, but but it doesn't matter. No, I think it does matter, and here's why. I think if they both excel and do things better, like I think if Splitgate does certain things better than Halo, right? I think that's good for Halo, and it's good for Splitgate, right? You can you can own your identity and improve and evolve in it, and then that makes you that that like makes your product better and more carved out. Oh, the servers are back up. You just got into a queue. Well, that maintenance was pretty fast. Have they tweeted anything? Um, hang on. Let's see if they've tweeted because they they said they were going to be doing maintenance. Yeah, so if you're getting in and getting into a queue, they've not officially announced that it's over, so sometimes, you know, you might not be actually back in and in a queue. You, you'll, you'll have to wait and see, because they've not tweeted anything official, um, and they just use their main account. They don't have, like, a, they don't have like a support, um, they don't have, like, a support account where you can, like, go and see their, their tech updates and stuff. Um, that's not a thing. So you just follow their main account on Twitter at at Splitgate and it'll uh, it'll show. Uh, it'll show you their updates. <clears throat> Early in the morning, the queue was like thirty seconds. Well, the news reports yesterday and leading up to yesterday were saying that the, some of the queues were getting as high as ninety minutes. Right, that's that's just too long. You gotta wait five or ten minutes. That's not too bad, you know. Um, I just downloaded Splitgate. I tried it once a really long time ago, but I'm sure it's changed a lot since then. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a buddy of mine said he had a two-hour-long wait. Gee, many Christmas. That's a long time. Can we roll the likes over? Are we close to a like rollover? We're at a 350. I bet you there's 50 people right now who haven't smashed like yet. We also don't have any questions. So, members, uh, you can take advantage of an empty question queue. We have no questions. Some days, it's weird too. Like, some days you guys pile in. There's like six or seven questions when I boot up. And then other days, none. Which could be related to the topics. I figured Half-Life Remastered, Back for Blood Beta News, and Splitgate was a pretty broad was a pretty broad offering you know 
When I played Splitgate, all you fought were bots because there was no one playing it. Somebody said the first 10 games or so you play against bots. Maybe that's what was happening, Master Chef. Chef. If I have to wait the time it takes to brew a pot of coffee, I'm okay. If I have to wait long enough to grow grow the coffee beans, that's a problem. (laughs) Dropping a fat like now, thank you. I had about a two-hour wait yesterday afternoon. Jeez. All the best Valve games come from the modding community, so it's nothing new. That you always right. The day games went free to play is the day video games died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The day the music died. Um, maybe ask if you need to fire off the shorts before. Well, that's the thing is some of the days we had questions preloaded. I hadn't even done any of the shorts yet. I don't like doing the shorts early in the stream kills our momentum well we've been doing them later it just it just i don't know it feels better we basically do three hours and then we slap them on at the end like doing them early i don't know i don't like doing them early i've noticed when we would do those shorts earlier even doing them organically i just i don't know i just didn't like what it did the momentum and chat activity it's like a freaking brake pump you know it's not like a record scratch. It's just like we kind of pump the brakes. It's like, oh, we kind of lose that that rhythm that chat has, you know? Splitgate's not in the same league as Halo, says Hilly. I don't know if it has to be in the same league, right? I see now, Lono. Wait, is that supposed to be me? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You see now what? Is that what I'm supposed to be? <laughs> you th- is that me? Is that what I look like? Um, I meant ask them, not just do them. Right, like sometimes I guess if you guys want me to do the shorts first before you'll ask questions, I can do that. Um, Back for Blood's going to be fun. When does the beta start? Beta uh, windows of, of uh, the, the beta windows are tomorrow 12 Pacific, I think is when it starts. Um, which is going to be tough for us to jump in. The gesture he is making. Oh, it's a gif. Yeah, yeah, that's who. That's who, Dauntless. That's exactly right. And there's, yeah, there's a lot there, brother. There's so much freaking there. Um, it w- It's like, okay, have you ever seen a movie and at the very end they show you all the clips in black and white that make sense of everything? Like, that person in a situation with them would make sense of everything and people would be like, oh my gosh, like, we destroyed, we destroyed the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like that moment in the movie, dude. Everyone would be like, oh my lands. Like, it all makes sense now. Free to play is not such a bad concept. It allows players who are weary of the game, I think what you mean is leery, leery of the game, to play it and see if they would enjoy it. There's two sides to that coin, Bromyo. If I have no money or skin in the game, no investment, it's a lot easier to walk away. You have a bad game, you have a bad afternoon, bad run, bad queue time. I'm out of here. Not not touching it. No way. There's no way. Right? So <clears throat> if you um but if you don't do free to play, then you have to convince people to spend money. Like, Battlefield is attempting to do something that's very, very uh, abnormal right now. They're like, we're, we're doing no campaign, multiplayer only, and you gotta spend money. Right?
Lona's living a Tarantino film? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't hurt to walk away from Outriders because I had zero dollars invested. That's right. That's right. Like, generally speaking, generally speaking, it cuts both ways. You can fill the funnel full of players, but boy, oh boy, you've got to capture them or they're just going to walk away. They're just going to walk away. Like, I didn't spend any money on this. This game sucks or the servers are down or, you know, I can't get, I can't get into it. I can't do it. I, I don't like it or whatever. You know, if there's any technical problems, bugs, glitches, what you know, whatever. Easier to walk away, definitely. But in Splitgate's case, it's amazing gameplay and it keeps me from walking away at least. Splitgate, if Splitgate didn't end up being better than Halo, Microsoft would just buy them, just like the Halo online game made by the community. Microsoft shut them down and gave them jobs a 343. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously a possibility that, you know, they just buy them and give them funding. Because they like... If there's one thing Microsoft loves right now, it's it's buying developers. Especially, you know, ID at Xbox... They, they have a passion for it. You know? I love Splitgate, but I ain't ever waiting in that queue. <laughs> yeah. What does better than Halo even mean? It's just a way to spark conversation. You guys are thinking too hard about this. Like, thumbnails and titles and topics are not dissertations or well-written, like, theses at, a, like, a college level or something. It's just to spark conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm in the YouTube business. I gotta do something to get you to come in here and get the conversation juices flowing, right? I can't... I, if I make a thumbnail that's like, we're going to be discussing Splitgate today and the various differences, pros and cons between it and Halo Infinite, giving a fair assessment of the game's, you know... You know excellence or faultiness like you can't do that <laughs> yeah you just got to get people in the door and be like hey we're doing it we're, we got a great show here we got a great community good conversations come on in is Splitgate better than halo is it do you think it is why what makes it better what makes it worse let's talk you know that's all it's just a bright shiny you know balloon out in front to get people in the door that's all it is <laughs> And, and it's not clickbait because we are genuinely asking the question, is it better? Are there things they could do that are better? I think we've had some, some good discussions about that today. And especially if you think about the fact that like, that's something that Apex and Fortnite have excelled in adding weapons, changing things up, doing new modes, doing new legends. That's something that Splitgate, I think is going to have an o- more, a more open lane for Halo's not going to have as broad of a road, you know? Halo is the worst game ever created. I hesitate to even call it a game. Yeah, Creature Creature has a very strong disdain for uh, for Halo. <laughs> the first step is admitting you have a problem. I'll go first. I have no idea what Splitgate is. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Hang on. Do I, do I have trailers saved here? No, I don't. Those are from yesterday. All right, give me a second. Bear with me one moment. Splitgate trailer. Let's get you a trailer here. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, 
what's the meme the 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 andy from parks and rec meme like and i'm i'm a, I, I don't know what this is and, I, and now i'm afraid to ask yeah 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 okay so we got split gate have life 2 uh is there a remaster trailer for half life 2 remaster is there an actual trailer uh somebody did a mock trailer um we're not going to be able to do a trailer for that. We'll just throw up like a key image. Um, Half-Life 2 remaster trailer gets it, gets it. Do, do some research on that uh, creature as a search term. <laughs> as a search term. Uh, back for blood beta trailer. Let's get that saved too. Because that uh, is, uh, that is coming. Let's go to their official channel. Um... Do they have an open beta trailer? It's forty seconds long. Okay, we will we will show the uh, the PC trailer. What the frick is with these these dimensions of these videos sometimes? Right? What is this? Why does it look like that? What's with the ultra wide videos these days? There was a there was a days gone ultra wide. I was like, what is this? Why does it look like that? <laughs> I don't know why companies are doing that. I think it looks terrible. And then if you go full screen, it's like I, I've got a nice monitor, and I, now I got bars in the top and bottom of the video. You're making me feel like an old person, you know? Have you tried Mother Gunship? No, uh-uh. Creature is Lono's Jamie. Can you pull that up, Creature? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, in times like these, I I pull it up because I I got to do too much in Discord. If he, uh, if he pulls it, if he does it for me. All right, here, I'll loop this for you. Here you go. Let's give you, let's give you a look at Splitgate. All right, here you go. Here you go. Let's, let's give you a little look-see here, right? This this is what it looks like. So you got, you got arena shooter. You got, you got portals. You got, you got tight, tight arena style. You're shooting through portals, running around. This guy here, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's getting a portal put underneath his feet like an idiot, falling through and getting shot in the back, getting getting styled on. You see? Smiley robot man, off back to the races. You know? Puts a portal here to change up the landscape of the fight. Puts a portal here to shoot the guy in the back. And now he's coming in with a baseball bat. Right? You see? Why are there heads televisions? That's just the skin he was wearing. You can look like this guy here, if you'd like. This is a ball. Uh, we don't know what the ball is for, but there's a ball. Um, you can make your own luck, make your own angles, and boom! Use the laws of physics to punch someone in the back and be, you know, wear a CRT monitor on your head and, and be and be amazing. <laughs> now you're thinking with portals. Oh! There you go. Splitgate! Free for everyone. Play the beta now launches on July 27th. That's actually not true. The official launch of the game has been pushed back. You know? There you go. You now know what Splitgate is. Splitgate's gunplay is pretty rough. Oh, is it? It looks good. It looks good here, but obviously I'm not playing, so. Um, we have some questions submitted. <clears throat> let me let me do something here. Let me do something here. Um Do, 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 do. Can I hit somebody with a sticky in the middle of their stupid television forehead? I, I would, I bet you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet. Um, I bet. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Two, ten, thirty. Let's let's do this. Let me let me give you the skinny on this game. All right. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about Splitgate. Is it better than Halo? And what's going on with the server queue times? If you're watching this on my shorts channel, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads or check out my main channel where I live stream every day. So if you're unaware, Splitgate is an arena-style shooter that was set to release on July 27th and has since been delayed. Their open beta, uh, along with the cross-play beta on console, caused massive problems with their server queue times. Their server queue times have gotten to the upwards of 90 minutes even now as i'm recording this video and live streaming they were having some server maintenance just this morning and as they're coming back online there are already queue times forming the reason we're posing the question can it be better than halo is it definitely takes inspiration from halo they even hat tip halo in some of their descriptions on their website it's like portal and halo you know had a baby it's for fans of both games as you can see the use of portals in some of the screenshots and some of the action next to me the reason i'm asking the question is is it better or can it be better is i actually think splitgate can do some things that halo infinite won't be able to do one of the things that has kept fortnite and apex legends hot on the presses and hot on the market is they can change the map they can change the weapons they can do crazy things and add weird fun game modes and that's something that will be a broader road and a more open possibility for splitgate halo's not going to really be able to do that as much i'm sure they could do fun party games and do silly things but they're not going to really be able to do the whole we've added a crazy weapon or like in apex we've added a cool new crazy legend halo's gonna have to kind of stay in its lane and that's a good thing that's a good thing halo infinite can offer a very tight and a very crisp arena shooter while splitgate offers something very very different and very very fun i think the two can coexist and complement each other very very well splitgate just needs to figure out its growth scalability and its server issues according to this report from pc gamer the the in august splitgate began seeing uh exceeding 50,000 concurrent players on steam and with over 100,000 concurrence across all platforms unfortunately the small studio servers haven't quite kept up with players reportedly waiting upwards of 90 minutes to get into a match taking to TikTok, interestingly enough, they do their updates, they did some news updates on TikTok, and we played a game recently that was promoting itself on TikTok. So, content creators, be aware of that. Server engineer Ollie Freeman likened the situation to opening a small restaurant and explained that the team cannot simply, quote, buy more tables if there's nobody to hire the waiters and chefs to feed those extra mouths. Here's a direct quote. The rate of growth of our player base is faster than the rate that we can increase server capacity. We are working on a long-term solution to greatly increase server capacity well over the 100,000 concurrent, but this takes time. In the meantime, 1047, the developers, they have set up a new Splitgate status Twitter account to provide periodic updates on the game's server situation, while the game's official Discord server should provide live information on how long you can expect to get into a game. So if you want to follow their official Splitgate on Twitter or this new one now, the Splitgate server status, or get into their Discord, that's going to be a great way to stay up to date on both server status, whenever they're going to be doing maintenance like they did this morning, downtime, or potential wait time. 
according to the end of the article Splitgate is currently set to launch sometime later this month August and will arrive with three new maps and hopefully queue times shorter than a feature length film so we wish them luck I'm actually going to try to play the game today on my main channel and we really hope that Splitgate can adapt to the growth I actually think the Halo Infinite technical test drove more people to try it because lots of people didn't get into the Halo Infinite technical test and then once the technical preview was over I think a lot of people said let's go check out Splitgate they got a taste of arena shooters and we could be staring down the barrel of the return of the arena shooters which really makes you wonder who's going to be king and who's going to be out if you like these short videos hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next one (laughs) so there you go there you go there's your there's your there's your split gate your split gate video you know we can uh we can get we can get the we can get the q a pulled up here let me let me go um aliens fire team elite for pc um i'm cheap what do you what's what's going on with that article um yeah, Cammy and Guile are coming to Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> they do look a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Guile looks cr- looks kind of crazy. Guile looks kind of crazy. All right, let me go to the rundown here and uh, cheating crossbite. No, Split Gate versus Halo is our lead, and our support is uh, Half Life Two Remaster. That might not fit. We'll see if it fits. And then lastly, back for blood beta. Those are our topics uh, for today. And you guys have already submitted some questions. So there you go. Arch Enigma with the first question. What do arena shooters need to bring to stop them from being the flavor of the month PVP game type and getting replaced in a few years? This is why I, I actually wanted to discuss the, the, the fact that I do think there's things that Splitgate's going to be able to do better uh, than Halo. One of the things that I think Halo's going to struggle with is who's going to care in six months, right? Is your, is your seasonal content, is your battle pass going to be enough to get people to come back in and grind? Are you going to need to introduce new maps, new modes, maybe new weapons? That's going to be the real question. My hope would be that Halo Infinite has a really good plan for map, mode, and weapon evolution or expansion. Because if not, I, I just I think that's going to be one of the things that becomes a a blemish, or maybe not even a blemish. It just sort of it just ages. It's like oh, there, there's nothing new here. You know, in six months, Splitgate can be like Splitgate can be like what well, we added a new weapon. We added a whole new mode. It's getting crazy. And you're like, oh, let's go check that out. And if you complement that with a season pass, you're in like Flynn. But if, if Halo's like, well, there's all this new armor and cosmetics to earn, but it's the same gun, same map, same modes, a lot of people are going to start yawning and moving on. Now, Halo Infinite and, and 343 and Microsoft have spoken very confidently in the franchise and they you know they they have actually said it not in a meme goofy way that they have a 10 year plan for halo well then they've got to consider everything i just said not because i'm a genius but because you just have to look at the landscape of games to know 
you 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 better think about longevity longevity and elasticity how much can your game like shift and move and have some elasticity and flexibility and that can be the the thing that sort of bolsters the longevity of the game fortnite has created basically a giant playground they can just do whatever the frick they want suck the game into a black hole have a big giant godzilla you know monster battle on the map add add mechs add planes add cars planes trains and automobiles like get a new weapon change the map blow up part of the map apex does the same thing right new legend new gun the map is changing you gotta spice things up halo Halo's a little bit more tough, man. I, I think their road of elasticity is more narrow, which is a good thing, but they have to lean into it. Like, you have to own Halo's identity and stay and stay faithful to it while also making it feel new, spicy, fun, and exciting. Splitgate's road is more broad. There's a lot more room for opportunity to do goofy, silly things in a game like Splitgate. Why? Well, no one's going to say, well, this doesn't feel like Splitgate. It's a brand new game with portals in it, for crying out loud. So they they can, they can have more freedom in that regard. This is one of the reasons that I think Destiny has struggled so severely anytime they've tried to evolve and do new things or new modes. There's a laundry list of failed modes in Destiny. There's a laundry list of, of things that have broken Crucible and broken PvP. Like, it's just, why? Because they have two things sort of in contention with each other. Power expansion, evolution of the player power fantasy, and a fair and balanced PvP experience. That's rough. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a rough deck of cards to, to, to shuffle and deal fairly. And you know, Halo and Splitgate are like on opposite ends of the spectrum in that regard. Like Halo needs to stay in the tight, balanced, fair arena shooter lane and Splitgate can kind of go nuts and be more of the party game. But at the same time, I think Splitgate's popularity shows that arena shooters are on their way back. I think they're on their way back. I think, I think, I think people are more open to the idea now and this is what I think happened. I think Fortnite and Call of Duty Warzone and Apex have served as a catalyst to open up more people to the idea of really fun, really, really exciting PvP games. You know, high action, whatever. You know, however you want to describe it. But I think Fortnite especially really opened up a lot of people to the idea like, man, this is really, really fun. It's so fun to play these games, right? And then they got tired of them. They, they get tired of it. They're like, I am, I'm bored with this. This is annoying. It's too big. It's too bombastic. Like Battlefield 2042 will have a similar experience for people. They're like, you know, I'm getting tired of this. That's why Battlefield Portal and whatever other game modes they have planned will probably help keep things varied for you if you get tired of the big, huge battles with vehicles and stuff. So Halo and Splitgate are landing at a time where you now, through the evolution of gaming and Battle Royale, you now have way more people that are like, dude, PvP games are fun. I I would like it to be a little bit more stripped down. I'd like the maps to be a little bit smaller. I'd like the games to be a little bit quicker. Well, in walks Arena Shooters to say, hey, we've been on the shelf for a while, but we still got it. 
we're still good we're still fun we did come and try us out and halo infinite being free and Splitgate being free i think is a huge win i think that's one of the reasons people are diving in and trying it yeah lawbreakers might have been a little bit too early to the party because if it would have landed at this at now maybe people would have been more open to class-based combat abilities fast-paced arena style combat like people might have been a little bit more open to it you know and and in and in general i i think i think that that is that's that's one of the reasons why i am confident in arena shooters potentially having a big comeback you know i i think i think there's there's a lot of possibility there uh ashen said if they started doing remakes of half-life do you see those as a potential lead up to half-life 3 yeah i mean for me that's what i kind of feel like this might be they might be doing they might be saying like look let's do a half-life remaster let's let these guys build it and let's see how it goes you know like if if it does well and the sales are good then we're then we're 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 primed we're in a good position we're in a really really good position for um you know for for the for the next half-life to launch because here's what tends to happen and in in this in this happened with 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 borderlands uh this happened with borderlands you know you had borderlands 2 and then you had this big giant forever wait time for for borderlands 3 and i think people just lose interest they just don't care anymore now half-life's a different animal right half-life is almost like half-life to me is a little bit like skyrim it's just that game that everyone loves everyone refers back to and i think that's one of the reasons that no matter what a half-life 3 would be insanely popular and at the same time it wouldn't be good enough right Half-Life 3 is going to exist in Schrodinger's cat box. It'll be both it'll be both highly celebrated and and an and incredible commercial success while at the same time not being good enough. People have waited way too long and the hype is way too big. Let me let me tell you about the remaster. All right, let, let me let me give you the short on it. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about Half-Life 2 Remastered and why it's not being built by Valve. You'll be interested to know how it is being built. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button or come check me out on my main channel, SNTR Presents. I live stream there every day. So PC Gamer reported on this saying Half-Life 2 is being remastered by the group behind the 2015 extensive Half-Life 2 update mod and a project that will apparently put their previous work to shame and a appears to have the blessing of Valve itself. A Steam database listing calls this new project Half-Life 2 Remastered Collection and includes the staff note that, quote, this is a mod from Philip Victor, not Valve-related, just in case we were getting too excited. So if you're interested in Half-Life continuing or getting a Half-Life 3, this could maybe be the precursor, but it's not being made by Valve. That's being unfair, of course, according to the article, because it's often been left to the communities to apply some spit and polish to Valve's older titles, and it's not like we haven't been here before with Black Mesa, a fan-made ground-up remake of the original game. is It's actually excellent, it took over a decade to reach its final form, and it, didn't involve, it did not involve Valve 
much at all. It didn't involve Valve. <laughs> and now it stands as def- definitely the best way to experience the game. The article continues to say that Valve has not commented on this project yet. And of course, a Steam database listing does not necessarily translate into a Steam product page down the line. But this will probably go the way of Black Mesa. All Valve asked is that, in that case, the word source be removed from the title to avoid confusion. Half-Life 2 update offers improvements such as plenty of bug fixes, better lighting, fog, new particle effects, HDR and community commentary mode featuring well-known Half-Life 2 YouTubers. When asked about whether he would extend the mod to Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2 in a Steam forum thread back in March, Victor said the updates for the episodes would be major and now it looks like they'll be part of a remastered collection. So this would be a more all-encompassing offering than just episodic or chapter. There's no release date here from the article. There's no release date for Half-Life 2 Remastered Collection with developer Victor writing this. The new version will put Half-Life 2 update episodes to shame, but sorry, no release date. Going on the Half-Life 2 update mod, you'd expect big things, and the mod itself shows the value of these community projects. Valve has been quietly improving their official Half-Life 2 to a state where it's now better than ever. I've reached out to Victor to see if he'll provide some more details about just how ambitious the project is, and we'll update with any response. So, PC Gamer looking for more details from Victor on exactly what this is going to look like, and we had somebody postulate right before I went into this segment... Is this maybe Valve testing the waters for Half-Life 3? And I essentially said that if Half-Life 3 ever launches, it'll be like Schrodinger's cat. How the cat is both simultaneously alive and dead in the box. It's a philosophical, stupid thought experiment. I hate it. But (laughs) I think Half-Life 3 will be both massively commercial successful... But at the same time, it will also not be good enough. I think they've waited too long. Fans will be too critical. Fans will be too hyped. uh, And their expectations will be unmeetable. You won't be able to meet their expectations. It won't be uh, a good relationship, I don't think. But it'll be, you know, we'll obviously all be very, very glad if and when it finally comes to fruition. And the Half-Life 2 Remastered Collection, if it goes forward with Valve's blessing, this could be their way to say, hey, Let's get the hype train going. Let's get people talking about Half-Life. And that'll be a great precursor to a trailer or an announcement. We'll have to wait and see. If you like these short gaming news videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button or come check me out on SNTR Presents. And I will see you in the next video. There you go. There you go. So that's 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 the skinny on the remaster of... Of, uh, of Half-Life 2 Remastered. You haven't seen the ending of Half-Life, Alex? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, so, Halo is a freight train, Splitgate is a Ford Ranger. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, give me a hand with this nonsense. Um... Oh, are you trying to log in? Enter your password. All right, hang on a second. Hang on. Uh, I, I I got it. If I got it, I got it. I got it for you. You trying to handle it? You trying to? You trying to? You trying to get the skinny on it? Uh, copy. All right, hang on. I got you. I got you, Creech. Create. I already created. Yeah, I already created.
Enter your password. Yeah, I already created. I created one for the personal channel. I created a TikTok for the personal channel, and I created a TikTok for um, for the network. Um, not now. Yeah, I've got the network set up already. Um, you will link then. Uh, what? How do I even know my? What's my email that I used? I think I used my phone number. Yeah, I used my phone number to set up the network. Yeah. I set up my I set up the I use my I use my email for the personal and I use my phone number for the uh I use my phone number for the network uh TikTok. The fact that Splitgate's doing their news updates on TikTok and the fact that like th- Omno, yeah, we'll do it later. Omno it was promoting their game on TikTok. I don't know, dude. We might have been, we might be sleeping on TikTok because we got we got short order form. Did you did you catch what I did, creature? I um I intentionally at rate right about a minute had like a beat. I had like a break. Did you catch it? <laughs> I'm gonna try and start doing that. See if the first minute of every short can be like almost like its own contained thing and then take a beat and then go into the rest of the video. Just like a brief second of, uh, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you guys found us through YouTube search today or you found us through suggested, we thank you so much for joining us for the conversation and the talk show. I'm a safer work broadcaster. Monday through Friday, we do a talk show in the morning. We do gameplay in the afternoons. So be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss out on the content and subscribing enables you to talk in the chat. So smash the subscribe button. Get us closer to 500 likes. If you want to become a paying member, paying members can submit questions and they show up right here on the screen. All right. I respond to everybody in chat. So don't worry about that. You do not have to be a paying member to get interaction from me, but it's a nice perk and a nice feature. We still have to talk about the Back for Blood beta details. I'll give those to you in a little bit. You can submit questions. Take our poll. Have you played Splitgate? Let us know your opinion on it. We love to meet the... We love to meet new people. So be sure to say something in chat if you're new. And um, we... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back in just a second, okay? You might see some ads. I don't run ads very often on the channel. This is why we ask people to do the paid membership. That's a way to directly support the channel. Because uh, we don't do a lot of advertisements. I've been streaming for two and a half hours and we haven't done a single one. So use the commands across the bottom to support me or check out our various sponsors and I'll be right back.
Oh man, my kids. My kids are tearing up my yard, dude. They're so excited about soccer. They're out there. They got their they got their cleats on, playing soccer. They are, they are, my yard's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> Wasting money on my our, on True Green to make our yard look pretty, and then my kids are just gonna tear it up with their soccer cleats. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima Legends gets a standalone release, adds new Rivals mode on September the 3rd. Essentially Gambit with no invasions. Oh, really? Oh, that might be fun, dude. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take that. I will I will take that creature. I we've um yeah. We'll have we'll have some good conversations today, I'm sure. We're yeah. We've it's it's we're we're things are great right now, chat. Things are great, and I really do. I mean that. I mean that. We've, I, I I thought about this last night. I was thinking about this last night, and I was like, you know what? I love knowing that like this is what I want to do, and this is how I want to do it, and we're just doing it, you know. And it just feels really, really, really good. And and to and to and to have the response be strong and. Um, and we got sponsors, man, the sponsor, if, if I get the stuff today to set the room up, the sponsor we're going to get to announce hopefully tomorrow, if we can get it set up. Oh man, I am very excited. <laughs> I am, I man, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. It's going to be good. It's going to be so, so good. I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Um, so the people that have been using, you know, the code over at 80s T's, uh, you know, the, the, the people that have been supporting and even using the glasses code um we uh we greatly greatly appreciate it uh we got more things coming and uh we are we are very very excited so thank you no 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 we're not setting the room up for vr yeah yeah no 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 i got i got i got some lighting and uh that's all i want to say that's all i want to say you guys you just be here be here it's a reason to be here i'm creating fomo <laughs> the fear of missing out it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so so fun I, i'm i'm excited we've we put a lot of time we've we, we put a lot of work into crafting a show that we can be proud of and um and we're not done we're not done we're, we're going to continue to evolve and make the show better and raise the value and really hope we can make space for that personal channel because man i just i i i man i feel so good right now i feel i feel really good um so yeah anyway anyway uh ashen asked another question here uh what would you would you say episodic gaming, the Half-Life that Half-Life tried, was a precursor to the seasonal format? I mean, maybe you know the, the idea of doing something ongoing. Doing, I would actually say DLC was the precursor. Story-driven DLC was the precursor to seasonal format, more than episodic. The idea that we can expand a game's story, add things, add weapons, add guns, like you know the DLC in Horizon Zero Dawn as an example. Whole new area, whole new space, new weapons, new abilities. I feel like that was the precursor. And then Assassin's Creed kind of leans into it, right? Oh, we're going to keep doing ongoing stuff with uh, with Odyssey, and then we're going to do ongoing stuff with with Valhalla, right? And now, and now they're going to be going and doing. You know, a live service, you know, 
Assassin's Creed. Can you repeat that, Zubair? Also, we only count words when I'm here because reasons. <laughs> uh, how much does code Lono discount on blue blocks? 15%. You can use the glasses command. Uh, you can use the glasses command and get uh, 15% if you use code Lono. I'm still trying to figure out why my dashboard's not updating. So uh, you guys are you guys are using the code and getting the discount, and that's all that matters. Their dashboard is just like, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, we're trying to get a response from them, but they're in Australia, so it's hard sometimes to connect with them. So. <clears throat> yeah, so this is actually a good question, I, but I do. I think, I think story-driven DLC. Story-driven DLC is what... Um, is mainly, I would say, the precursor to seasonal content. The idea that you can get people to buy something and keep coming back. This is what I think happened. I think story-driven DLC and expansions and the battle pass in Fortnite came together, had a baby, and out popped seasonal content, live service content. You know? Google Beat says, Do you think Halo would copy Splitgate and make, like, a portal mode? like a limited time portal mode it would be fun on infinite's engine but maybe it would be too much of a copy and paste from Splitgate. this is something that i don't think you're gonna see for a variety of reasons number one you know the main thing i was kind of hammering away at today <clears throat> excuse me one of the things i was hammering away at was the idea that halo halo kind of needs to stay in a lane and if they go too far outside that lane it, it won't do it won't go over well with the fans and not only the fans, but like, let's say you've never really been a Halo guy and you jump into Halo Infinite and you really become a fan and you're enjoying it and then they add some goofy portal mode, right? You, number one, you're going to be like, well, this is just a Splitgate ripoff. But number two, you're going to be like, well, this doesn't feel like the game I've kind of grown to love the past couple of months. They got to be careful. What Halo Infinite should do is just, is honestly lean into their identity you are the what they they should be the tight um the tight crisp reliable arena shooter like that's what they should shoot for okay and anything they do to evolve that add to that spice that up should fall into that lane does that make sense think of it like so my wife loves to go to a local bakery that is top eight allergen free if you have a child with an allergy or you have an allergy you know what top eight means top eight allergens the top eight most common so top eight free is like a really big deal so this bakery has determined anything they make if they expand their menu if they add donuts cookies cakes whatever it falls into that lane of it's got to be top eight free so anything that Halo does has to fall into that lane of like, we've got to own our identity. We can't do crazy space magic or portal modes. I just don't think so. There's no way that development for a portal system in Halo is even in the realm of a possibility. It likely would take hundreds of dev hours and thousands of tests. Yeah, it did it, 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 that too. It just needs to keep being a Honda Civic. That's right. <clears throat> Halo Reach mods portal. Oh, they did it in Halo Reach. Is everything just made out of mashed potatoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, everything is just mashed potatoes, Zubair. That's right. That's right. 
Um, so, and, and listen, like I said before, I think there's pros and cons to this. The pro is that you know what you're going to get in Halo when they do a new expansion, when they do a new season, when they do a new motor gun. You know what to expect. It's it's more it, it's safe, right? It's safe. It's reliable. You know, heavy is good. Heavy is reliable. So they, that's a pro, but that's also a con. That can get a little bit boring. That can get a little bit predictable. Have you ever watched the singing competitions where your favorite singer just picks a really safe and predictable song and it's not very interesting and they get voted off? And you're like, Pfft. you know, you got to swing for the fences. There's a, there was a guy on America's Got Talent the one year and he sang a version of um, uh, uh, Radiohead, Creep. And it was unbelievable. Just mind-blowing goosebumps, upper registry just belting out. It's amazing. It's it's still to this day one of my favorite renditions of that song. It's phenomenal. He took a big risk and it, and it paid off. Sometimes the people play it safe and you're like, well, that was freaking boring. Like, we know you have a good voice. This is, what is this, karaoke? You're just going to sing a safe little ditty for us? And, and Halo could start to feel that way. Yeah, here we go again. Another safe and predictable season. There's pros and cons to it being that way. Splitgate. There's pros and cons to being able to go crazy, do wild stuff, update the map, update the modes, crazy wild guns, make the portals explode and have a timer if you don't jump in fast enough. Who the frick knows? They can do that. The pro to that is... The pro to that is that you... You get to, you you get to like experiment and go crazy. The con is, I, I don't even know what to expect in this game anymore. It's like you guys are always changing it. Fortnite went through that, right, with the mechs and the planes and everything else. It disrupts the meta and people get really agitated, but it keeps the games fresh and everyone's talking about it. I disagree. Halo can do anything at once in custom games. They usually leave that to the community, but three four three can experiment there as well. Kanban, that's an excellently made point, but what I'm referring to is how they get you to come back in a season, like how they did it in Fortnite, right? They're like, coming up in this new season, we have mechs or planes. Halo can't go that far outside of their lane because people would then think, this isn't really Halo. It would fold back in and work against itself. You're not wrong. There will probably be some pretty fun stuff if Halo Infinite Forge is good and really, really open and free. The Battlefield Portal is going to result in some really, really fun and crazy stuff, I'm sure. So, it, it, it certainly can happen. But I'm telling you right now, there's a big difference between the community doing it and fun things happening and trying to, like, market around it. Both games... I think can coexist and flourish and be awesome as long as they own their identity and they don't and they don't they don't stray too far. If they stray too far outside their identity, I think that's when they're going to get into trouble. That's when that's when you start to see that's when you start to see the community fracture and leave because they're like, "Well, we we never know what to expect from this freaking game. What are you doing?" That's why Fortnite lost a lot of its streamers. That's why Fortnite lost a lot of the the higher level players because they were like they were like, dude, like it's never the same or they you know, you introduce all this new stuff right before a tournament. 
Do you remember when you remember when Courage literally quit in the middle of the tournament? He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore, dude. I can't. It was the it was when the mechs got added. He just walked away. And it made sense. It was like you're not even it's not this doesn't even feel like the same game anymore. You gotta be careful. It's very delicate. Holy Splitgate is amazing. This has somehow gotten me even more excited for Halo. Yeah, I'm hoping we can get through the server queues today and play. We're, we're looking to play in about an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, and I got a great game for you guys on gaming today. We have a great 30-minute premiere over on SNTR Gaming. SNTR Gaming is where we do little short 30-minute videos as well as streams on Friday Night with Hilly. So make sure you're subscribed to SNTR Gaming. You can go to sntrgaming.com, use the gaming command in chat, or just go to YouTube and search for SNTR Gaming. Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. You guys, you, you gotta see this game. We're gonna look at it later today. <laughs> you gotta see this game. It's excellent. And it'll probably get uh, more playtime on that channel. Me and Hilly will probably eventually end up playing it, I'm sure. Um, so. Next question from Dauntless Gaming. Why do we think Splitgate is having such issues? Are servers really this hard to come by, even with the bonus from Epic? Well, as they said, the analogy they gave in their answer on TikTok was this, okay? They said, look, you could you could have an extremely popular new restaurant and then just buy a bunch of new tables, but if you don't have the staff to support it, then it doesn't matter. So scaling to growth is very, very delicate. Because I want you to imagine they scale to the growth and they get a bunch of servers and then they hire people to manage and, and, and take care of them. You get some engineers and you get some guys in there, you know, get them all paid, get them all set up. You scale to the growth and then the growth slows down. Well, now you have, you have exceeded your support. Now you're in the red. Now you're spending more than you're making. You've overreached. So, so extremely fast extremely fast growth can be dangerous because it can create instability in the company in two ways in one way you can have what's happening right now where the growth actually sabotages itself and the company can't keep up the other way is that you immediately try and scale to the growth you overshoot growth slows down bottom falls out you go bankrupt really really fast growth everyone's like oh going viral going what game going viral is such a is such a big deal it can be incredibly tectonic and it can really cause issues like look at among us as an example so among us had been out for a while they were working on the sequel a couple of streamers play the game and it it has a meteoric rise to the point that they cancel their sequel and start investing in the current game they completely changed their business strategy and plans because of because of a game their their game going viral. Now, Among Us probably had an easier time scaling to the growth because that infrastructure and server server situation I believe is peer to peer. It's a little bit easier to handle. So, you you see what I'm saying? So, if you if you grow too fast, it ends. You, there, it tips over. 
it, you just tip over. It's like, well, all these people were trying to play. All these other people were then trying to play. It was spreading. It was spreading. It was spreading. We had word of mouth. We had top of mind. Everyone was thinking about us. YouTubers were making videos about us. And no one could play. And because no one could play, we, we, we lost our momentum. We lost all those potential fans. And then, and then, and then you, and then you're done. You, you've lost, you've lost your chance. You flew too close to the sun. You know, my company is growing faster than our staff can handle. We're running into this exact same problem with the coffee company. It's like a direct analogy to our, the the coffee company that, that, that brews and roasts our, our coffee. We've not sold any today, by the way. Get your Rageous Roast orders in today. Light Roast. Dark Roast is on the way. Coffee Commander, go to RageousRoast.com. You're supporting me and my family directly. We don't actually... This doesn't go to another company. I'm not working and giving and getting like a cut. This is mine. This comes to my house. My wife and kids pack it up and ship it to you. So thank you everybody who has been uh, supporting that. More flavors on the way. But they can't scale to their growth. The only way they could scale to growth is they'd have to buy an exorbitant amount more of equipment, which means they'd need more space, which means they'd need more employees. And then what do you do if the orders dry up or if the orders slow down? You have now overextended your budget and now you're in the red. Now you're in the red. You know? So it's it's tough because you you want success but you need you need success and growth that's manageable. And the other thing is is the coffee company right now the thing that they're dealing with is you have customers like us that are having to really adjust our expectations to continue doing business with them. My wife has a cousin in Ohio that is like I'll do it. Because he 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 roasts beans. He's got a he's got a company, and I'm like, we don't want to. The product is too good to to leave this company. They they've nailed the coffee. It's perfect, but you know, Southern Ohio and the shipping and the timing would be so much better. But is it worth? Like their product is so good, we don't want to leave who we're currently doing business with. You know what I mean? The mods haven't had to deal with adversity in a hot minute, so I'll give them some. Modding is easy. There, I said it. Ban me. <laughs> Has it been too calm and enjoyable? You know, are the waters are the waters too calm for you? Chest pain? That's funny. Um, Silent Warrior says, with big AAA shooting titles coming out in the near future, was it wise for Splitgate devs to take out a huge loan for the game? I think somebody expressed interest and invested in them because they see a winner. I don't know who it was. Who gave him the money? Do we know? Is that public is that public knowledge right now? I would imagine that would be public knowledge very soon. That's the kind of thing we eventually see a report on. We we find out where the money came from. I have a I have a sneaking suspicion. I have a sneaking suspicion that it was epic. Um I don't know. That's just what I, I just have this weird spidey sense like I don't know. I have a weird spidey sense about it. Uh, about the fact that they uh, they uh, they want a piece. You think it was three four three? Says creature. Why would they want to? I mean, that would be wild if it was three four three or Microsoft. 
That would be wild. That's why I think it's Epic. I think Epic's trying to, to, get, to get a cut. They want to be a part of the action. They know that Microsoft and 343 are about to jump. I don't know. Galaxy Interactive gave them 6.5 million. I thought they got 10 million from somebody. When did they get the 6.5 million? Recently or a while ago? They just recently got 10 million from somebody. Did the money not come directly from Epic? I I don't know. The reports I read just said that they received 10 million dollars and and that the, the 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 release was getting delayed into August. And my gut instinct was, oh, that's epic. That's got epic written all over it. They're going to put it in the epic store and all that. You know? <clears throat> the 10 million came from epic? Do we, do, we, do we have confirmation of that somewhere? People in chat are saying that. 6.5 was from a previous round. Okay. I'll take 10 million. Where do I sign my life away? <laughs> I don't think you want I don't think you want that kind of scratch cuz that's a lot. You got to pay all that, but you got to pay that back. <laughs> Game came out last year. Yeah, it's actually been out for a while in beta. And then they were getting ready to launch. They were getting ready to do their official launch on July 27th and they officially they they delayed it because of their crossplay beta was just they they discovered that the servers had a cap of like 65,000. two years oh it's actually been out for two years yeah I remember Tom playing it I remember Ogre 2 playing it and really enjoying it Cardinal the CEO said they raised 10 million in a recent funding round whatever that means yeah it just came to console in beta and they pushed out the crossplay beta and basically the servers were like they just they didn't know there was an intrinsic uh there was an there was an intrinsic player limit on the servers of like sixty five thousand or something, and they they crushed that, and and so they had to they had to expand and scale up, and they're still struggling. They did, they did server maintenance this morning. A venture capital capital firm, Human Capital, injected ten million in cash into the developer to help them access the engineering and support necessary to scale the back end. So it wasn't Epic, unless Epic used that venture capital firm or something. I, I don't that that would be weird. Yeah, I don't think it was Epic. My gut told me it was Epic. I was like, oh, this has got Epic written all over it. But no, looks like they're getting private. Uh, they're getting money from private venture capital firms. If they can get that, they don't need to deal with publishers, right? 10 million seems like a lot to scale back-end stuff. Honestly, if it was Epic, I would have expected it to already been announced. Yeah, that's a good point. If it was Epic, we would we would probably already know. Yeah, that is. That's a good point. <clears throat> Alright, let's go to the next question. East Coast Overlord says... Gabe Newell said that Alex was a part of the direction they wanted to take Half-Life in. What do you see as the next step? P.S. Queue up for Splitgate now rather than later. Yeah, I'll do that when I'm, like, eating. Um. 
I don't know enough about Half-Life Alex to comment here. So, sorry. I don't have a good answer for you. Um, yeah, I didn't play it. Greenside, what's so special about Half-Life? I've never been a PC player, so what would they do to need to get me excited? Well, I mean, I don't know what they would need to do to get you excited. I don't know what kind of games you like, but for me, Half-Life, the first one, it was, in some respects, it was revolutionary because they told a story in a shooter that was that was creepy and like was weird and it was cool so like it was it, it was in some respects I think people just liked it because it was revolutionary there, there wasn't anything you could really play up to that point like that I mean I think there was like Deus X and there was something else there was another one oh what was the one with like the metal face and had, like a metal woman's face and it was um yeah, there was physics in a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the game engine was pretty incredible. No, not fear. Um, are you already in queue? Well, I don't want to get in queue now. I mean, I guess I could get in queue now, but then I, I, I wouldn't be able to have any of these questions. Up. System Shock. I think that was it. I think that was it. System Shock. Uh with like the woman's face it was like a metal woman's face yeah 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 system shock thank you you guys did you guys did great um i remember playing system shock and and thinking that it was you know it was trying to do the uh the half-life thing but half-life 2 okay half-life 2 was just unbelievable it was so cool um uh it was just so, so cool. I remember the first time I played Half-Life 2 and I like I shot one of the guys and he like ragdolled and fell on the ground and like you could hear him talking and the lighting effects. I remember a friend of mine was over and he saw me playing it on my PC and I was driving in the boat and like the light was reflecting on the water. He's like, I've never seen a PC game look that good. It was, it was, it was, it was awesome. Half-Life 2 was just awesome. It was so, so great. And the thing was, I didn't even play Half-Life 1. I watched my friend play Half-Life 1. I didn't have a PC at the time that could play it. I'd go over to his house to game, and uh, I watched him play it. Um, so, I implore you to get in the queue. It'll set you in the tutorial once you get in, and you can pick up when ready. Alright, we'll, we'll do that in a little bit. We'll do that in a little bit. Orange Box was great. Playing uh, all Half-Life 2 episodes back-to-back was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was a great time to be a gamer. It really, really was. Because, like, Half-Life 2, I remember really enjoying Half-Life 2's PvP. Remember the, the, the jail level with, like, all the jail cells and, like, the upper areas and the lower areas? I love that gun that you could, like, charge up and like the little ball would be like it would like bounce around on the walls. Oh, I loved that. That was so fun. Absolutely loved it. So enjoyable, you know. The PVP was the PVP I thought was excellent in Half-Life 2. In addition to just having like what, you know, what we 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 would consider to be a really great story, you know. 
I never played it off. Uh, it'll be fun to check out the remaster. Yeah, um, yeah, twin. It'll be the the that'll be the best time to play it. You'll get you'll get like a nice polished modern version of Half Life Two, and you'll see like oh now. The nostalgia not being there for you, you might be like, this is just a pretty basic, you know, shooter story, sci-fi, whatever. But I think I think if if you've been in gaming long enough, you'll be able to see like why the game, you know, blew everybody's hair back. It was great. It really, really was. This is the last question in the queue right now. If you're a member and haven't submitted a question or you want to submit another one, you can submit two, and then I can obviously clear the queue if we need to. Defside says, do you think the Splitgate dev needs to ask for help from Microsoft or Sony with servers to cash in the popularity they have right now? I really want to play, but haven't been able to play it. Well, we could obviously theorize a little bit here. The fact that they got 10 million from private investors, I wouldn't be surprised if the um, if they're getting courted by by Sony and Microsoft right now, they're they're gonna want they're gonna want maybe some of that exclusivity. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft is already like, hey, we want this on Game Pass. You know, this thing this thing's awesome. But if it's always if if they're going with the free to play model, then I don't know I don't know if Microsoft is as interested. You know, I just I don't know if they're gonna go with a pay model. I think they're gonna go with a free to play model and then just go micros. Micros and battle passes and customization. Um, so that'll be the question. Is there an even up-to-date source engine build? I thought they stopped updating that with Portal 2. Yeah, I don't know, because that, that Portal Reloaded that we played was made by community members, and that was awesome. Um, that was actually really, really awesome. Um, uh, 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 uh. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Woody Harrelson, and Miku Martino Star and Kate. Oh, that's why she's trending. I was like, who is this? Um, what do I know her from? Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She looks so familiar. I was I was at I was at the the store the other day, and the person checking me out, like ringing me out, she had on a mask. But man, her voice and her eyes, I was like, I was like, do I know you from somewhere? Did we work together? I, I mean, I know you. She was like, no, I don't think so. She's like, I, I, I haven't had a lot of public facing jobs. I was like, man, it's weird. Have you ever met somebody like that? Oh, did she play Ramona in Scott Pilgrim? Oh my gosh. That's why she looks so familiar. She played Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I just watched the trailer. looks very strange. Yeah, I suddenly saw her trending on Twitter, and I was like, oh, no. Usually when a celebrity's trending, it's either their birthday or they got a new movie or it's a scandal or they're dead. Like, it's it's one of the four. It's like, well, which one is it? You know, do they get hit by a bus? Are they em- embroiled in a scandal? Is it their birthday or, or do they have an upcoming movie or TV show? Kuda Papa says, Source is no longer used. Valve is currently using Source 2, which was the engine used for Half-Life Alex. Okay. 
I love that movie so much. It was the perfect age to grow up with that film. You know, I had never seen it, and I watched it, I think, when I was in the hospital for my appendix. And um, I kept falling asleep. But she was just so cute with all those different hair colors. You know, they kept changing her hair. And then Chris Evans is brilliant in it. <laughs> freaking Cap. He's freaking, he's wonderful. <laughs> so awful. But I kept falling asleep because I was on I was on pain meds. So it was hard to stay awake. I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was pretty good. Um, so... Yeah, with Microsoft and Sony though, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 one of them is trying to is trying to court Splitgate. It just depends on if it could be uh, a good fold in, you know, could it be a good fold in with Game Pass or something? You know. Brie Larson is also in that movie. Funny how two of those actors went on to be Marvel heroes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I forgot she was in that. Every once in a while, Brie Larson will pop up on Instagram suggest, and she's like cooking or baking or something, or just sitting and like talking to the camera. I I, I guess she loves to gram. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm like, is Brie Larson baking a cake? What? <laughs> uh, I've seen that too with Natalie Portman. It'll be like Natalie Portman making like some vegan dish or something, you know? She's Envy Adams, sings Black Sheep. Yeah, I just don't... That movie is such a fog for me. Like I said, I kept falling asleep. I kept falling asleep. Um, so... <clears throat> okay, let's do let's do the last one. We've not done the Back for Blood one. Let's do that. Let's 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 give you the skinny on that since we've uh, we've run out of questions. Uh, back for blood trailer. What's my wife sending me? Mm-mm. My wife's drinking. Uh, sent me a coffee gift and said at least three orders. I don't understand. Um. Oh, she's saying she demands at least three orders. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do this. All right. We got the Back for Blood teaser. Uh, man, that looks smooth, didn't it? That NVIDIA DLSS section of the trailer. That looked really good. Man. Um ultra wide oh that's why the trailer is like this it's got ultra wide monitor support okay okay well there you go and then we'll and then I'll get into the queue so everybody can everybody can calm down I'll get into the queue so that when it's time to switch and play we'll be able to Um, we'll have to schedule the stream as well we're not scheduling streams super far in advance it's been better for our workflow and I think it just looks better on the channel it's like the past broadcasts are there almost up until the moment that we go live. I think it looks good. 
Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about Back for Blood beta news. We have new details about the launch window, the maps, and the guns. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss out on my uploads or check out my main channel where I live stream every single day. So obviously, people are really looking forward to this one, Back for Blood, the continuation of Left for Dead with the beta right around the corner. We are going to try and play it on the main channel uh, as well as cover it anytime there's news or updates. Game Informer reported on this and said, for those that pre-ordered the game, the first wave of beta access commences on August 5th and will run until the 9th. The open beta will continue on the following that early access period from August 12th through August 16th. Interested players can go and register for a shot at first beta period as well as those entry for those dates is not guaranteed. Both beta portions are available on PS5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Now the real question is, what is included in the beta? According to the report here, both portions of the Back for Blood beta will feature two maps for the Swarm PvP mode, two co-op maps to fight off Ridden with buddies, and new weapons and build decks for players to master. Back for Blood beta players will also be able to play as Mom for the first time as well as other characters such as Evangelo, Holly, Walker, and Hoffman. In Swarm, there is also the option to play as different Ridden, including the Exploder, Hawker, Bruiser, Wretch, Stinger, and Crusher. These sound like names from Battletoads. <laughs> That's some of the, the zombies or the ridden you'll be able to play as. When not running and gunning, players will also be able to scope out the Fort Hope communal hub as well, which is great when looking at crossplay being enabled for both beta periods. This week will be an excellent time to check out Back for Blood, a first-person co-op zombie shooter from the same team that gave us Left 4 Dead franchise. Take out enemies, show off some boss moves with friends, it's a good time. The Back for Blood beta launch times, no matter where you are in the world, will be set for 12 p.m. Pacific time. So, no matter where you are in the world, you can look up 12 p.m. Pacific time, and that is when the launch windows go live. That's not a rolling thing. That means that's a universal global launch. So for those of us on the East Coast, that's like 3 in the afternoon. Uh, We obviously are going to make sure that we cover this, and I'll even provide maybe a review and first impressions. I played Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 a lot with my friends. Like many people back then, we got a little zombied out. We had played so many zombie games, we weren't really feeling it uh, around around near the end of the life cycle of Left 4 Dead 2. So it's probably a good thing that they waited so long to decide to do another one and just the gunplay and the graphics alone I think look very very promising to deliver a really enjoyable game Uh, I love the co-op element but I also remember really really enjoying beast mode in Gears of War being able to play as a you know being able to play as a zombie or being able to play as a monster or a beast is always a really really good time um what was the game where you would... I, I shouldn't do this during a recording, but there was the game where it was like 4v1 or 3v1, the big monster. Evolve. Evolve had so much potential because I think I do think people enjoy playing as the zombies or the monsters against other players. And so that that, that has potential. Anytime a game's going to have you know longevity, I think you have to offer a little bit more than just cooperative. So the real question isn't whether or not Back for Blood will be commercially successful. I think there's big demand for a title like this. And I think the franchise has been long-standing enough to really do well at launch. The question is, how well will it do after the fact with the PvP modes and any expansions or seasonal content that they decide to launch? 
As always, if you like these shorter gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. There we go. Speaking of Backer Blood, you can get a free beta key from Steel Series. Really? Oh, somebody got me a beta code. Who was it? Um Yeah, Hellfire got me the Back for Blood beta early access code. So I I I'll have access. I don't even have to pre-order. I suppose I could pre-order and we could give away a code. That might be good to do during like the day, like during the day show. Um thank you to everybody who joined today as a member who clicked subscribe to become a, you know, a member of the community, or if you're if you you went to the Discord, I'm seeing some people join the Discord today. So thank you so much uh, for doing that. I am gonna reset the um, oh shoot, I was on the wrong. I'm gonna reset the question and answer form. Usually near the end of the stream, you guys can submit more off-topic uh, or personal AMA style questions uh, if if you want. Uh, I'm gonna try and get into the split gate queue so that we can at least boot up and play the tutorial whenever the 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 time the time rolls around for us to uh, to end this stream um evolve was the first blue weapon skin uh angry joe thing i don't remember that you've been placing queue to prevent servers from going above capacity okay so we are in queue i don't know if i have to hit anything um once I'm in so that I don't get like kicked out Uh, mm -mm. Mm -mm. you say you shouldn't do that but that's the perfect level of info oh I meant like asking the question like what was that game called (laughs) I was like I shouldn't do this while I'm recording like you know what if I can't think of it you know it bounces back from logging into placing queue. Yeah, it just keeps doing that. Once I'm officially in, though, do I have to do anything to stay in? Like, can I alt tab out of out of it? Um, uh, Five dollars for blue. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's right. Evolve shipped with so many micros baked in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my wife says, did you mention it? Yeah, I mentioned the coffee, babe. Nobody ordered. Madam is very disappointed that, uh, that we didn't get any orders of coffee. Um, you can alt-tab out. Okay. Don't worry, you'll be in queue for two hours. Okay. Well, I only need to alt-tab out if I need to show questions, and we're not we're not getting any questions, so I probably can just sit here on the screen. Um right this is what it looks like for those of you that are curious uh oh we are so close to hitting 500 likes man if we could get 500 likes a day that would be amazing we need 50 more um that would be incredible if you haven't smashed like yet consider doing so evolve uh was a microtransactions fest the thing that was crazy about that right the thing that was crazy about that is there were folks already giving them grief and being concerned about the fact that the, the price point like the price point was already an issue people were like I don't understand it's just like a game mode basically with a couple of maps you know and, and what's the deal with the price point it was a full price game and they're like 
we're gonna do you one better <laughs> we're gonna do you one better uh let me get these videos uploaded for creature we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come fully baked with micros we're gonna come fully baked with micros like it just it just blew me away i remember being like man what a bad look like it would have been okay to have micros if the game was like $40 or $30 or something. But they're like, here's a full price game and if you want to get a skin for your gun, it's 5 bucks. Not nothing was none of it was earnable. None of it was earnable. So, people were justified in their irritation. They're like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" You know? "Are you kidding me right now?" for blue that's right that's right um all right here we go uh switch to my switch to shorts go to your channel three down all right (laughs) vids for youtube it's such a great folder name. Vids for YouTube. Like literally, the number four. I'm really proud. I'm really proud of that folder name. Really, really proud of that folder name. Okay. I guess we'll just ride the queue. Uh, for the remainder, as we wait, we gotta get the st- we gotta get a, the stream scheduled. Um, do 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 do. Turns out the Steel Series code works for PC. Of no use to me. You can have it. Okay, cool. We could use that as a we can use that as a giveaway. We can use that as a giveaway. Uh, where'd I put all the Splitgate stuff? Here we go. Schedule a stream. Create new. Splitgate gameplay PC live. Copy. So basically what we do is I write everything ahead of time so that I don't have to, like, right now, I'm not, like, freaking out. Like, oh, the frick. All right, we're going to go. Split gate. Live. Gaming. For hashtags, I guess. And we'll set it for... 1235 mm-hmm. 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 create stream low latency so whenever whenever you schedule a stream with YouTube you have to like go through and set up all of the settings if you don't want to use like previous settings 
and I used to use the previous settings, but then I would like make a mistake and I'd have like all the wrong tags, you know, I'd be playing like Dark Souls and I'd have all the tags for some other thing that I wasn't even streaming because I, I freaking, because <laughs> I imported the previous settings, you know, so there we go. It's scheduled. It's in the gameplay 1235. Uh, hopefully we can get in in time for that stream if not we'll just we'll be late we'll be late we're accustomed to being late anyway you know do do funny how Larson's career started so strong and became what it is almost like offending your fan base is a bad idea (laughs) right Right. <laughs> what can I do to make the people who are probably going to, you know, buy the most tickets to my movie, what can I do to make them really angry? <laughs> What's the target demo for the movie, you know, that I'm going to be starring in? Let's let's insult those people. <laughs> oh, man. That was that was that was that was a big that was a big misstep. Hey, madam will be happy. Some coffee orders came through. Somebody ordered some coffee. We got a bag going to James. Thank you, James. We got two bags going to Hex. Thank you, Mr. Hex. Appreciate that. Thank you guys very much for supporting the coffee. Madam will be pleased. She said at least three three orders, so we only got two. So I'll I'll have to I'll have to break the news to her. <laughs> Uh, does Splitgate have skill-based matchmaking? I feel like I'm playing way below where I should be unless these are still bots. Oh, I actually don't know. I don't know what they do. You realized you were down to half a bag? Yeah, just a heads up, Hex. The minute you upgrade to two bags, the shipping is the same on three bags, right? So whenever you're buying two, always remember that three. She did the thank you gift. From the uh, A.A. Ron sketch. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Present. Yeah, so you should be ordering one, three, or like five or six, right? Hold off on shipping my order. I'll add a third bag tomorrow. No, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it, Hex. Don't sweat it. Don't, like, that's fine. Yeah. Cause we'll have to do we'll have to we'd have to cancel, and you because the way we I can't have I can't I can't do that you know what I mean. Why don't you uh, just tip 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 through the network the cost of another bag or something, and I'll just throw another bag in your order. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be adding some better package options. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying. I've been trying to tell people. The, 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 the quantities you should try to order in should be one, one, three, and like six, right? As soon as you go to two bags, just get three. As soon as you go to four bags, just get six and stock up because you're going from a first class bag to a padded envelope flat rate to a freaking box. Like that's the, that's the shipping. 
So that's what my wife used to do at HEB. She would she would add bags until the shipping rolled over, and then she'd take one bag away. So you would go one, two, three. You'd hit four. You'd see the shipping go up and back down to three. Or you'd go to four, and you'd go to five, six, whatever. I don't think we let you order more than five right now, but that's that's a box. That's a that's a medium flat rate box. Splitgate has, in the devs' words, soft skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, it's soft, all right. <laughs> it's for the soft. Have you looked into small business shipping? Do you meet that criteria? I don't actually know. I guess we could reach out. Somebody from the somebody from Uspis tried to call us because they noticed we were doing a lot of orders, and they tried to call me. So maybe they were trying to get me on some some service. I don't know. Listening on here definitely feels different than YouTube. Yeah, you don't get the music in Discord. Gilly was Gilly's been busting my deservedly so busting my chops periodically about that. <clears throat> Like you could potentially have pickup, no more driving. She's usually out and about, and driving is one of the reasons you guys get it so fast. Like she literally drives two miles, I don't know, five miles to the post office and drops it off. They'll drop off materials as well. Now I use their website and order the materials for free. I order the boxes and the padded envelopes. They br- they they bring them to the house for free. The, the, the first class bags we order those from Amazon and the first class label allows us to do one bag for pretty cheap right Ashen says favorite boss so far in Sekiro or Dark Souls 3 oh man um God, I love the tree boss once I got it down you know I'd want to get out of the house if I live with you too. <laughs> it gives her and the kids something to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, single parents could attest. Like, having an activity or or a thing to go do really helps. <laughs> it helps the day go by faster. You know, you kill a couple of hours doing something like that, and suddenly it's lunchtime, and then it's rest time, you know? So, this man just say USPS? Yeah, USPS. USPS. If you never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine... <laughs> Uspis man. Most people hate the tree boss. I like him because beating him off stream was like a good catalyst for me, I think. I think beating him off stream is like a really cool memory. You know, like, oh wow, I can really, I can really, I could probably go the distance with this game. You know what I'm saying? There's a volume criteria that needs to be met and they'll schedule daily pickup. Yeah, yeah, we can we can do that. You guys would just, I mean, and, and that could happen, who knows, sometime next year we could be looking at, you know, if we're getting five or ten orders a day, then we may be, we may be in that, uh, in that environment. Um, uh, uh, game on Debbie what were the control freaks I really loved doing apparently we uh 
Um, let's see here. What were the ones that I really liked? I can't remember their name. They were the... Um... Oh, those look nice. Omnis. I'd love to try out some Omnis. Uh, let me respond to this. Nice to meet you. Debbie would love to discuss getting product like some Omni uh, uh, What are they called? Omni thumbsticks. Thing sticks? No. Thumbsticks. And maybe look at monthly integration into YouTube live streams. We have had great results with other sponsors like ASTs. They got a new. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. There we go. Three orders. Madam Madam will be happy. One bag to Dauntless. Thank you, Dauntless. You need a rageless energy drink? No, no. See, our demographic, like the coffee is just such a great fit for our demographic. Our demographic doesn't drink that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Did you ever enjoy the Call of Duty Zombies modes? I know it's hit or miss with some people. No, I never liked the Call of Duty Zombie modes. My friends love them. Madam says, it's faster if the kids and I drop them off. We take them to the faster post office and orders go out faster. That's exactly right. She put faster a lot in those, in those sentences, but she's, she's correct. She's correct. Because if they do pickup, you're probably adding an extra day. Because they go out and do a bunch of pickups and then they take it back. It's got to get offloaded and then added to the basic sorting. We take it to this place five miles from here. People are getting their coffee sometimes next day or day after. Like, from the time you click order to the time it shows up at your door, we're way faster than the competition. I was waiting a week to a week and a half sometimes to get coffee from a company, and I was a freaking sponsor. Like, I was, it, it took forever. I think she uh, could have said at least one more faster in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calling us old because we drink coffee? No, you're just an age demographic that's more likely to drink coffee than Red Bull or G Fuel. You know what I mean? And the only the only like drink supplement company I was comfortable working with was Advanced GG because of their open label. Because I have a daughter with an allergy, and I walked away from a very healthy offer from G Fuel. I bet you I could go back and still get a healthy offer from G Fuel. And I I I don't have anything against the company. I don't have anything against the product. My own beliefs about you know that kind of a product is you should be open label. And that's why I went with Advanced. I went with Advanced GG, and I was I, I was I was losing thousands of dollars by doing that a month because it was going to take forever to get my code and my flavors up and running with them. I literally walked away from thousands of dollars a month to work with them, and then that was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning. One girl that worked there was like, "Well, that makes me uncomfortable because I've heard all these terrible stories about him." <laughs> what does open label mean? They tell you everything and how much that's in there. So, 
um, I just they I had one call with them about their beliefs and their their principles that went into their product and what was actually in G Fuel and they convinced me to switch. I didn't go on like a a campaign of anti G Fuel like so many people did with misinformation, but I was like, you know, I had friends at the time that worked with G Fuel. The purple platform has a flavor with G Fuel. I wasn't going to start lambasting G Fuel like all those other people. I just made a I made a principled decision to start working with Advance. You know, I had a very very healthy contract offer from G Fuel to stay with them and I walked away from it. And that was because I thought it was better to make the principled decision. And I also I also thought it was going to be pretty dope to have my own flavor and boy that flavor was good, man. That flavor was good. And the artwork was so cool. It was going to be all like me with swords like Deadpool. Ah, it was going to be awesome. You want to play X Define at all? I got access to it. Apparently I can invite five people. It's closed. I can't I can't stream it or record anything. Akuta Papa says, that's good. Pickup can lose you up to two days. Sometimes the package will sit at the terminal for a day before it gets taken care of. You taking it in puts more importance on the package. Yeah, and it's so close and so easy. Like, I like that being a feature po- a feature selling point of our coffee. Order it today. You'll have an email that your label's been printed within 24 to 48 hours, and you'll have your coffee in another 24 to 48 hours. From the moment you click order to the moment it shows up on your doorstep is 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 a nice small window. <clears throat> Can you tell us the flavor yet? No, I, it's, I don't want to do that. Because they'll use the flavor for somebody else, and I don't want people going and being like, that was Lono's flavor. I'm not, I'm not interested in being vindictive. You know? I don't want to be vindictive. I've, I, spoke with, I spoke with the CEO after it all went down months later, and they all, they, he and many other people felt terrible. They, they didn't have a choice. You know? I've spoken... Everybody, everybody but the coffee company I spoke with privately and you know, they weren't, they weren't happy about what they had to do. They weren't like, yay, we get to hurt a guy and cut him off. Like, yeah, can't wait. That's not, that wasn't the, the posture was, well, frick, we have to, you know, they showed me all kind of stuff. They showed me flavors, artwork, and relationships that they were working on. And I I, I, I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to break that trust and be vindictive and vengeful. There was no reason to do that. Maybe there's a chance. No, they work with way too many Destiny people. People would people would throw absolute hissy fits if they ever wanted, if they ever worked with me again. Same thing with the glasses company. There would have been hissy fits thrown. People would lose their friggin' minds. You know? That the one guy told me they had people canceling orders. He was like, "Yeah, we had people canceling orders because they were they were so angry." I was like, <laughs> "So like the fallout and the damage was massive. Like there were those companies were small. They were startups. Like one of the reasons I worked with the glasses company and the supplement company is because I knew I was going to be making less money, but I believed in the men running the company. I was like, "You guys, these are good men. These are family men. They're starting these businesses, and I, w- I wanted to be at that ground level to help them." Um, you know, I, that's why I did that. I'm here to watch Lono split all the gates. Well, we, you know, we're 
We're we're waiting. We're waiting. Your maturity is not conducive to feeding me drama. I am disappointed. <laughs> sorry, Zubair. I, I I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. Can you do the redirect in here? Oh, you can. Holy moly, this menu is laggy. There we go. If you got your own G Fuel code, I 100% would have used it. I, dude, I'm telling you, I mean, I know I could reach out to them and work with them again, and I'm not going to. It would, it would literally put money in the bank. It would literally pay my, it would pay some of my bills, and I don't, I'm not doing it. It would be, that would be such a sellout move to be like, I'm making a principal decision to go with this other company because they're open label, and then a year or two later be like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and work with G Fuel because of the money. <laughs> Uh. dream says live but I feel behind could be I don't know do you really think this late in the game people that stay here every day would really go give them grief if they did reuse the flavor though well you have to understand there are trolls and haters that would use that and be like, hey! They would be like, Lono said that that was his flavor. You know? Controller input detective. Input currently set to keyboard and mouse. To change it, go to gameplay settings. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1440. Yeah, we need V-Sync. Controller invert look controls yeah audio gameplay okay there we go okay we're getting clean capture okay Mm-mm. That's exactly what they sound like. Yeah. You have to understand that a lot of the people that went and messed with those streamers and messed with those women and would go into their streams and stuff and, and, and harass them for me, that was... That was trolls doing that. That wasn't people that supported me. No. Oh, you get a jetpack. I guess you gotta let it refill. Trolls! Trolls were doing that. Ooh, that feels... That feels good. Find a new weapon. Oh. Hang on. Pick up the pistola. One guy impersonated Teddy. Yeah, yeah. 
portal across the pit. Huh? Oh, it's LBRB. Got it. Close portals? Portal back to start. Okay. This is cool. Portal up to the platform. Portal up to the second platform. Hang on. Oh, it wants me to jump through. I get it. I get it. So you, you can go through, you can go through the portals. Walk through an enemy portal. Pick up EMP grenades. Portal behind the enemy. Is it usually two punches? Kill enemy through the portal. Hold to select an action. All right, so you beat the tutorial. Good. That taught you the basics of Splitgate. But as you keep playing with portals, you'll learn and invent a lot of creative ways to outshoot and outsmart your opponents. We hope you'll enjoy Splitgate as much as we do. And that's it for now. Nothing to it but to do it. See you in the arena. Stay sharp and keep moving. Who referred you? I don't have a referral code. There's my referral code. So if you guys get this game, you can put in B8AJ63. Um, refer a friend. Send this code to a friend to earn exclusive skins and receive 50 split coin each. Your friend must reach EXP level of 10. There you go. Um, hang on. Not play. I've not stopped playing Death Stranding since I played it with you. Nice. So that's for a friend. Can we get a screenshot of this? Here, I'll give you. I, I, you ready? Is that good? Did you get a good one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Daily check-in, daily play streak, drops. Okay. Well, there's my guy. Okay. Uh... B8AJ63. 
63. I will be jumping into Splitgate shortly. Okay. Okay. They actually have a zero tolerance for publicly sharing referral codes on the Discord. Wait, what? I don't understand. You're not allowed to publicly share your referral code? So I'm not allowed to tweet that out? What the frick? I'll delete the tweet if they're actually against that. Like, post it in general chat or something? Yeah, they don't want you to do it in their Discord. That wouldn't make any sense. If they reach out and say, hey, we don't want people doing that, I'll take the tweet down. But I can't imagine. Don't don't you want a ton of people playing the game? That would really sour promoting it. Like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like... Like, okay. They probably just don't want people doing it in their Discord because it would get freaking overrun. That's all you would see. That's all their Discord would be. Yeah, I saw your tweet, Dallas. Um. I can't DM them. So we'll see. We'll see if they if they follow or reply or like the tweet or something. Um, okay. All right. Let me give you guys. We're gonna be we're gonna be doing the live redirect thing. Okay. So let me get it all set up, all right? Yeah, banned on Twitter. Yeah. Cancel this guy. How dare he promote a game and use his referral code in the process? What a douche. Okay. What why are we only getting a 70 on the SEO? Whatever. I think you play I think you play um against bots initially I'm getting rid of all the new stuff Oh, look at all this stuff you can get. Okay. Uh yeah. Default portal. Oh, you can get different portals. That's cool. Different spray. I kind of like this one. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, we'll we'll fiddle with this. Yeah, we'll we'll fiddle with this. We'll fiddle with this stuff. This stuff will be good for the for the next stream. Okay. So I'm gonna put a link in chat. That is where we are headed. It should pop up and say, "Hey, do do you want to take the redirect?" It's gonna try to live redirect you to the next stream. Okay. Thanks for the votes on the poll as well. Good turnout today. We're gonna go do some gameplay now of. Splitgate. So you can click the link in chat. It'll also be pinned. It'll also be the featured video on this channel if you're like watching on a TV or something. So tons of votes. Come check out Splitgate with us. Click the link in chat or click yes to come along with Redirect. I'll see you guys in the new stream.